Welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment show recorded in this room. I'm your host, Al White, and I like games, I like games, I like games. Joining me this week. Oh, Adrian Old. <laughs> oh, Adrian Old. No, just Adrian Old. Are you sure is your first name O? No. And then middle name Adrian. Yep. Uh, how you doing, Adrian? I'm well, I'm well. I'm excited to be here for this week's E3 special. It is an E3 special. So normally, our podcast, if you're new to us, for whatever weird reason, uh, you've picked a weird week. Because we normally do topical games, topical movies, we get into reviews, we get into box office, we get into releases, all that fun stuff. Um, and we're normally joined by more people, but tonight it's just you and me, Adrian. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about the E3 conferences, because it's E3 week. Absolutely. So on Sunday it all kicked off. Uh, if you don't know what E3 is, then this is the wrong podcast for you. So I'm not going to explain it. You should leave now. <laughs> Unless you're one of my family uh, members who tends to listen to yeah, this podcast. Yeah, and we'll explain what E3 is we go. Well, kind of. We probably, no. Video games. It's about video games. It's, it's just... all video games and tech. Uh, it happens once a year here in Los Angeles. It is. It's not actually the biggest in terms of amount of people, attendance. That's actually in Germany. Um, but it's the biggest in terms of stature, for sure. Yeah, the reveals are bigger. Yeah, yeah. This is where Microsoft will come out and do the biggest reveals. This is where Sony will. If there's a new console to unveil, this is normally where it will happen. Nintendo like to do stuff uh, differently, so that does not always where, where, where does Nintendo unveil themselves? They have their own thing. They have their own thing that they just do whenever they want called Nintendo Direct now, and they just put out these little video conferences, essentially, and they do it sporadically throughout the year. Okay. Uh, they very much like to just do their own thing, which has done well for them in the past. It's increasingly not doing well for them nowadays. Um, but then, yeah, because last year, I mean, this is a weird E3. Yeah, because last year, it's normally just, you get Monday is the conference day. So Microsoft would do their conference, Sony would do their conference. And I believe at one point Nintendo used to do it on Mondays as well. Um, but then last year on Sunday, Bethesda decided they were going to do something different and they wanted to announce Fallout and they wanted to announce it was coming that autumn or fall if you're for our american friends mm-hmm. uh, is it fall in australia or autumn now no would you call it fall? oh as a word yeah uh, it's autumn autumn yeah. autumn yeah well come on we're uh, essentially rebranded british people that's true that's true um just friendlier friendlier british people basically. sure it's sunnier where we are that is that is true um but yeah so they did their own thing last year and it did very well for them so this year we saw a whole bunch of like E3, sorry, E3, EA pulled out of the E3 in a traditional fashion. Ubisoft was pulled out. Um, Bethesda still did. And they're all doing their own conferences. So that's why we're doing this podcast because starting yesterday, we had Bethesda, then we had EA, and then this morning we had Microsoft, then we had Ubisoft, and then we just had the Sony conference that we just watched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we put this up on a Tuesday. So the day you're listening to this is the day that attendance really starts for on the show floor and a whole bunch of us are going to be going. Sadly, Adrian will not be there. No. But I will. Uh, Nate, who's on our regular weekly podcast, he's going with me. Shannon's going to be there. Uh, her boyfriend's going to be there who's involved with EA. We might be able to rope him into the podcast at the end of the week on Friday for our post E3 show podcast. Very cool. Got another friend who's going to be there. Um, so yeah, we're going we're gonna to be covering it for sure. And on awesome. Friday... We're recording on Friday, so it'll be Saturday morning. Uh, our post E3 podcast will go up. Um, and this is our post E3 conference podcast. 
Absolutely. So we're going to talk through Nintendo hasn't been yet, just to be clear. But we're going to talk through Bethesda. We're going to talk through EA, Microsoft, um, Ubisoft, and Sony. Yep. At the end of that, we're going to pick uh, who we thought did the best conference. And then at the very end of that, what's our game so far? Like, what, know, what the pick is, yeah. Yeah, which, which one's appealing to us. Okay. Um, and then since you can't go, I'll be sure to try and find it on the show floor and make sure. You give it a crack. Give it a crack. Well, right. I want, I'd be honest, I normally, I've been in three, three or four years. and You I'm, just watch them play it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't like queuing up for too long. Right. So I've, uh, there's a lot of games where it's kind of, I've played enough games where I can just see someone playing, okay, I get the idea. Yeah. I don't need to queue up for two hours. Just to, just to get my your hands on it. Yeah. My favorite ones are actually the um, the kind of sit-down booths that they used to do where you'd have a, a little little room and one of the uh, developers would... It would be a shorter queue than to play a game. Um, but you'd get to go in. You don't get to touch it, but they kind of show you stuff behind the scenes. They actually play it in front yeah. of you and things like that. I like those. I so like it's kind of like a little intimate... Um, viewing sort of showing yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah. um yeah they're my favorites but i don't know how it's going to be this year because yeah like a tutorial EA and ubisoft they won't be on the show floor as companies but i'm sure they'll be integrated into microsoft and sony and stuff yeah yep all right so so here we go hit me i gotta need to do some stretches yeah it was, a, it was a long it was a there's a lot to get through there's so many video so, games so many video games if you like playing video games and you have free time you should be very very yeah, happy absolutely um and if you don't like playing video games and you have free time i suggest you get into video games right now sure, because yeah. it'll fill that free time so bethesda kicked off last night they started with an announcement that no one really thought was actually going to happen it was just kind of a fanboy dream which is a new quake game uh, called Quake Champions. Yes. You interested in this at all? Look, Quake Champions, uh, what we're talking, I, I immediately said um, what you're talking like, a new Unreal Tournament sort of vibe, mm-hmm. and we watched it, and that's what it's going to look like to me. Yep. Um, it was just a CGI video, that one, wasn't it? We didn't see any real gameplay. Yeah, I don't think it's any real gameplay. No. It's just arena-based combat. Yeah, arena-based, first-person shooter. I, comment, I think it looks like it could be fun with your friends. Uh, but it's not really my kind of game i've never been a real you know mm-hmm. unless Arena, i'm arena based uh, yeah unless i'm playing with mates and you have fun yeah headshotting each other yeah i like potentially would have I, ne- I was never a big quake fan it wasn't because i didn't think it was a good game um mm. but yeah it was something about i definitely played quake back in the day yeah absolutely yeah okay okay yep. yeah it might just be a age or a bracket of friends that we're hanging out with if i had people online to play but that's what i was saying to you earlier if i had friends online to play every night i'd probably play an mmo yeah or something yeah. like the division for sure rather than yeah a, just an arena based shooter yep um, I mean the yeah. thing that that kind of game has going for it is it's quick and it's fun and you don't have to think about what you're doing yeah jump in and out um, yeah. I, I mean a lot of people are very happy about this crazy happy about this I'm just not personally one of them yeah same so we're gonna move we're gonna move through these quickly because there's a lot and we're just gonna focus on the stuff that really appeals to us sure but you can use this as a news feed because we're going to tr- we're going to try and cover everything. So everything we talk about, you'll be able to find the video of online. Yeah. So if you, we, you do hear a title that, that that tickles your fancy that we don't overly cover or talk about too much, jump online, check it out, mm-hmm. and, and um, tweet at us. Yeah, to tweet complain. at us complaining that we didn't talk about. Yeah, at we are tessellate. Easy. Tessellate. Then they did. Uh, not all of these are in chronological order, but they're almost. Uh, they had Elder Scrolls Legends, which they announced. Uh, that's the card game. Uh, which is kind of like Hearthstone, but with Elder Scrolls in it, and it's coming to mobile. 
Oh, sorry. Coming to mobile as well, like iOS, Android, and PC and stuff. Which I find kind of, I think it'll be fun. I'm into it. I like I like a little mini game that I can play on my on my phone mm. when I'm catching public transport, or when I used to catch public transport when there when I lived in a city that had public transport. Um, no, but I do enjoy a little. You don't little, play card games when you're cycling. No, no, no. That's, I could live on the edge <laughs> I would be how did you die yeah. well it's really involved in a card <laughs> virtual card game yeah. um, no no but I do enjoy I do I do enjoy the little game on on the old uh, phone or, or you know small device something to kill some time in between I wouldn't get it on my actual um, console I don't mm. know that it's a console game well I don't think it's coming to console yet oh it's not okay I think it's just PC Maybe Mac, but definitely the mobiles. Um, yeah, yeah. And There's iPad. more portable devices, and I think that's the market they're really targeting on it. And I, I'm excited because I really love the Elder Scrolls brand. Yeah, I was going to say, this I've been be... playing it since Daggerfall, so... This, oh, yeah. that's longer than me. Yeah. I did a little bit of Morrowind, but really it was Oblivion onwards for me. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting conversation because you, you're filling in gaps that I'm not necessarily a fan of, so I think it'll be a good, you know, mm-hmm. diverse conversation. I'm not a big uh, Hearthstone fan, but I do understand it. Um, I've enjoyed, in, enjoyed, enjoyed <laughs> Gwent. <laughs> Teraflops. Uh, I've enjoyed Gwent quite a lot. Um, Are you and still I, lisping, Gwent? Gwent. That's what right. it's called. Gwent. Oh yes, sorry. Uh, which we'll definitely get to later. Um, yeah, I think I would. I, I I would actually enjoy the Elder Scrolls Legends game if I had it on an iPad and maybe yeah, if I was commuting or if maybe on a flight or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not something, when I play a video game, I'm going to do it on my console and I'm going to do it because totally. I want to escape to an immersive experience. So totally. I'm, and I'm kind of the same. I wouldn't, like, if I had my console and I had that game mm. and I had two hours to spare time. You can play Skyrim or you can play this, I'm going to jump so. on my console. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, they announced in Fallout 4 DLC, there's a contraptions workshop, which allows you to uh, build a whole bunch of new stuff. There's Vault-Tec July, uh, which comes out in July. Uh, Voltec looks pretty cool. You get to um, it's an extension of their building the houses in Fallout, and you can build vaults. Um, uh, so it's like, uh, you, have you do you play Fallout Shelter? Yeah, An- again another little app game. It is which I got addicted to for like three yeah, months. that was a great little game um, uh, until you reached that cap of how much it could do. And then yeah, it was and point. then I was like, now what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, they had there's a bunch of new uh, stuff to that that they're adding. Um, well, that's cool. In uh, July, I think, and, and they're also bringing that game to PC, Fallout Shelter. And it's going to have a new combat system and a whole new places you can explore. Right. And you can send people out on quests. So um, it's, it's, like, it's like the console version of that app. Yeah, so basically they're flipping them. So you have Fallout great. Shelter, they're adding more of the regular game stuff to. Mm-hmm. And then Fallout 4, they're adding Vault Tech where you build your own vault. And then there's a, there is a shot at the end of that trailer for the DLC where yeah it looks just exactly like fallout shelter in terms of like that wes anderson sort right. of style cross you know <laughs> right. hatch whatever um only it's all in fallout 4 graphics and ah, 3D. look that sounds great and yeah. then there's another piece of dlc called nuka world which has been rumored for a while but they didn't really show what that was there's a fun fair and some creepy okay nuka cola mascot things going on okay uh the, they announced for me, the biggest news of their thing, which was the Skyrim Special Edition, not Skyrim Remastered, Skyrim Special Edition, because they've added a real overhaul here. Like, you know, not just new graphics or up res graphics, new textures, new, was it God Rays? <laughs> oh, that's right. What was it called? Um, um, yeah, something hilarious. Yeah. Uh, volumetric new waters. Like, everything has really been done up, so it looks basically as good as Fallout 4 looks. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're describing what one would call remastering. 
Yeah, but it's but more than that. It, yeah, this is the thing. There's so many iterations of this now, video games. We get the ones where it's literally, hey, you can now play this game on your Xbox One or PS4, and it just looks a little bit better. Then the remasters where they really get into it and clean it up and make it proper 1080p or something. And then there's the times like this where they're adding uh, volumetric god rays. Volumetric god rays. <laughs> they're adding that. Uh, depth of field and stuff like that. But they're actually adding like, when they do that thing of here's how it used to look, here's how it looks now. Totally. It's not just it looks prettier. It is, there are new trees, there are new plants, mm-hmm, there's new foliage, mm-hmm. they've replaced the rocks. Like, it's real work has gone into this. Yep. Um, so that makes me crazy excited because I enjoy Fallout. Elder Scrolls is one of my hardest, for sure. Yeah. You're the same, aren't you, I think? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fair. Yeah. I mean, anything that's got swords instead of guns, I'm yep. more into. That being said, I, I, I've played both Fallout. Th- I haven't played Fallout 4 as much as I have Fallout 3. Um, but I played Fallout 3 just as much as I played Skyrim. Yeah, I probably did, but I just wasn't as into it. Like Skyrim is sure. definitely and Oblivion were. But I do I, enjoy I like the, the systems world. that are in Fallout Three and Four. I, like I love the, like I mean for a guns gun game, and you know first person perspective sort of thing. I, I love that VAT system, and I love being able to do like stop right, right, turn based. You know because I'm a slow game player. Yeah, know, yeah. I, I like my and you own. like your RPG kind. Yeah, of that's right. So I really enjoyed that about that game. See, I really don't like turn based. So VATs always right. bugs me. I that never use. Shat- yeah, I never use VATs when I'm right. playing Fallout games ever. Right. And I'm the same as you though. Like I prefer a sword, or I like an old rifle gun where you have to mm-hmm. load it slow. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I found a Chinese sword in um, Fallout Four, and I just use that most of the time. <laughs> I'm playing it like I would Skyrim. Right. Right. Um, so no, I'm crazy excited about Skyrim Special Edition. It comes out October the 28th. It's been done internally as well, so they've put real care. And they're going to bring mods to it, which is what they've just that's did cool. with Fallout 4. Um, yep. So that's great. Mods for the console. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for that as well. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, and then they did, I guess, a re-announcement of Prey 2, but now it's just called Prey. Um, but it is, there was a Prey many years ago. Uh, completely different, completely ratified from when they announced it a few years ago Prey 2 uh, this is just uh, well no there's a tiny bit of gameplay in here because you have a CGI we did see some yeah sort of Groundhog Day element some beautiful city design looks intriguing mm-hmm. and then some cool uh, yeah a little bit of gameplay it looks a little bit Bioshocky. it looks a little bit Deus Exy and it looks a lot like what was that game it was the Bureau there was a game called The Bureau that went for a point where it was going to be this first-person thing with these weird ink creatures in it. And then they stopped making that and turned it into something else. Right. XCOM, The Bureau, that was it. Um, this looks a little bit like that as well. I like yeah, it. I like I, this. I, I, I th- not my kind of game, but um, looked good. <laughs> no, that's, that's you know, I'll put fair. my seal, seal of approval on it. If I like it, definitely looked like it. It was offering like, something interesting. Yeah, like a quality uh, game, but just yeah. not necessarily your sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that one piqued no, my There's like in a psychological element to it as well. There's a psychological yes. thriller element to it, which I quite like. For sure. There's um, something weird going on. So there could be a good hook there, I think. He ends up talking to himself in a mirror, so... Yeah, yeah. Then they announced some Doom DLC, if you're into that game that just came out recently. Uh, and also, they're so confident in it, they're giving a demo of Doom, um, which starts, well, yesterday... Um, which goes on for a week where you can play the first uh, chapter of Doom for free. So you can go and download that right now if you want to try it out. 
They announced some more stuff to do with e EOS, the Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, there's a Dark Brotherhood expansion pack. There's one Tamriel, which helps new players join in with old players who are leveled up. Um, and it's going to open up to Japan so they can be playing on it as well. Cool. Um, we're just saying we might play some of that at some point. Yeah, I think I might I might get that. Um, because obviously being a big Elder Scrolls fan, this is the one Elder Scrolls game I haven't played yet. So I'm interested to see how it has ported over to, um, you know, that... that MM. MMO kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. well, all you need to know is you can have a pet mug crab. Pet? No way. Yeah. That's... They just follow around. You get a little pet and it follows you around. That's great. <laughs> Mine's a mug crab. Um, but there's a, there's a kind of surprise thing. They talked about VR, but everyone's talking about VR. Um, so I don't know why we were surprised. Uh, they have on the E3 floor, apparently, a Doom tour of its world. So you're not actually playing it, but you get to kind of experience what it would feel yeah. like to be in hell. You'd want to die if you were playing it, I think. Yeah, in that VR. one's so fast. Wouldn't it be like, terrifying? That game. Yeah. Um, and then Fallout 4, which they announced is going to be playable. I think it's playable right now on the E3 floor. Um, and they're saying it's going to be coming to HTC Vive in 2017. Um, I, I'm wondering how that's going to work. Because there's a lot of walking involved. I mean, will you need a treadmill? <laughs> yeah. Well, the vibe. Yeah. So the vibe is the one where you can, if you wanted to, have you moving around. Yeah. Um, so you could be walking around your living room doing stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, personally, and I'm sure we'll get into this later with our VR conversation. But personally, VR doesn't interest me so much if I'm not in a grounded space. I don't really want to play a first-person shooter in VR. Mm. Um, I've tried it a few times and I feel disorientated and I get nauseous pretty quickly. Right. Um, whereas in a locked off experience, it like makes sense. sitting down. Yeah, which we'll get to <laughs> later with the Star Trek thing. Very good. Um, and then they finished off their conference by talking about Dishonored 2, which we already knew was coming. Uh, first is a very critically applauded game and, and I think you know fans loved it. The public certainly didn't embrace it as well as it probably deserved, but it is a sophisticated game um i remember i don't know if it's still the case but i remember it was originally a bunch of the art guys who worked on half-life 2 really beautiful design you got this victorian era style um one of the things i loved about it was it has the uh it's just you know it's a stealth first person game with a great a really interesting sort of feel to it the world is so well thought out yeah but when you do get into a skirmish and it goes wrong and you have to fight someone it, it's as much if not more enjoyable which is so rare in a stealth game it's normally very frustrating and, when uh, you fuck up and that's so you've, and you're talking about Dishonored 1 there you have yeah yeah no, no, yeah yeah um yeah so I'm, I'm really excited about this game from what they showed of it which was a lot they did it in a weird way they kind of show you shots of the Didn't world they? yeah then sort of three different playable bits and then the trailer at the end. I was like, you should really come in with the trailer and open with that. But Well, the trailer... Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting choice to go in that order in terms of their, of yeah. their showing. Um, for me, it looks, looks beautiful. Like, it really looks great. Um, and I love what they're talking about, the world. You know, that really gets me excited, that kind of textural world where you mm. know, they're talking about history and they're talking about... Um, you know the time and effort they've put into making it and all that sort of thing but I, I don't know that the gameplay is going to be something that gets me right right um, so much right right potentially um, I mean yeah like I said the first one played amazing it just wasn't it wasn't quite the amazing game I wanted it to be but it was so interesting yeah and the art design so great that I, I really enjoyed it I didn't get to the end I have to admit I would probably have a gander at this one um, based off how it looks 
at the, at, you know, and then just see how I go with the gameplay. But I mean, it's definitely up there for me, uh, especially you've talked so favorably about the first one. Well, you can borrow the first ones on Xbox One. They updated it for that. Oh, okay. And that was just to make it look a little bit nicer. Right. But the art design was so particular anyway. It still looks great. Um, so you can, borrow, you can borrow that and try it because obviously this will be more sophisticated but yep. you'll get a rough idea for if you like it or not yeah um, and that was the end of their show their, yeah, their showcase so do you want to do picks for each individual studio or do you want to do a pick yeah why not let's do that as we go through each. let's pick what, what was the most I mean I really enjoyed this conference I was a little bit disappointed last year Bethesda owned the show pretty much for the whole weekend uh, for the whole week I mean um <sighs> This one, I've got to say, I mean, there were a lot of quality games here. I'm not shitting on anyone. I know people are excited for Quake. People are excited for Elder Scrolls Legend. People are excited for the DLC of Doom. I'm not excited about any of those things. And it was very much, here's a sci-fi game. Here's a fantasy game. Here's a sci-fi game. Here's a fantasy game. And every totally. game presentation felt like when my friends who don't understand video games and why I'm so into this medium... <laughs> Here, you know, me talking about a video game. This is what they think of in their head, you know? It's big <laughs> men running around in suits, giving bad lines of dialogue, shooting each other in sci-fi right. settings, or it's fantasy dragons giving pretty bad lines of dialogue, <laughs> you know? So I was aware of that the whole time. There was nothing that really made me proud to be a gamer other mm. than the art design of Dishonored, to be honest. Like that, that was the only thing I was like, that's really sophisticated and very well, you know, mapped out. Sure. Um, but honestly, Skyrim Special Edition, that's my pick of their show because that's the one thing I know I'm very excited to get back into. I would, I wish saves would carry over. Maybe they will figure that out, but probably not because it's painful to lose all the hours you put in. Right. Um, but yeah. I think um, for me, it's actually, to be honest, it's the Elder Scrolls Legends, I think. Interesting. I'm really, I'm really interested to see what this, like, because I, I, I play real time like in real life, in, R- in RL, I played card games, um, you know, fantasy-based card games. I won't mention any brands, but... Um, <laughs> you can brand it, but uh, you play D&D. I do play D&D. Um, so, you know, I'm very, I like that kind of world and I like that... Dogs and Dolphins. That kind of game. So, yeah, Dogs and Dolphins, that's right. So I'm, I'm keen to see that, really. And in terms of, um, for console, probably, probably this Fallout Shelter mod... I reckon. I mean, I like Skyrim and I, you know, I love that it's retextured and all that sort of thing, but I can't imagine it really affecting gameplay too much. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the Fallout mods and, and whatnot, that seems really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like, I mean, when I played Fallout 4, I ended up just building my town. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You were that guy? <laughs> I was that guy. And I was like, I sunk four hours into like trying to get more people happy it's it interesting was, it we, was weird i was like what what am i doing am i playing sims or am i playing fallout 4 yeah i was the opposite i was like please just don't let me have to build anything i just right. want to go off and wander around and it's great it's this generally interesting because we seem to like a lot of the same things but for different reasons yeah it's cool yeah yeah it was, yeah um all right so then when they moved on to well we moved on i guess uh with our lives to the ea showcase indeed um which was very weird because they just came out at the beginning of the showcase and literally went Hey guys, we're going to show you Titanfall. We're going to show you Battlefield 1. We're going to show you some Mass Effect, some Star Wars, some FIFA. Mm-hmm. And just told you everything that they're going to show. And then throughout the conference, this little thing would pop up to say five minutes until Star Wars talk. Wasn't it weird? It was like as if we would be tuning in and tuning out because we'd be bored or something. Yeah. It was, it was like, I mean, oh, don't leave because in five minutes we're going to talk about that game. I appreciated it. It was about. a completely different way to do it, which was brave of them. But 
in my eyes, dumb. Because you never kind of, like, the fun of E3 is it's just, well, we now know because of fucking leaks, and there's so many leaks, most mm. of E3 was leaked. Mm. We know so much stuff that's coming, and there's just always that hope of, maybe the next thing is going to be something I've never heard of, I never even knew I wanted, mm-hmm. or a cool twist on an old IP, or whatever it is. Not so with EA. You knew exactly what you were getting. You got the shortest and- uh, amount of games, <clears throat> for sure, in their showcase. Not many games. And, and though, I mean, when you look at the other, um, you know, showcases from, you know, the other, the other, like the PlayStation one, mm. that was epic and cool. Right? Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Well, yeah. But like by far the best. And then when you look at what EA did, it's like, yep. all right, sweet. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I was, I was really disappointed with EA. I was disappointed with them last year though, so. I wasn't expecting much from them this year, but the games and they, they have are good. They lived up to your expectations. No, they did. But it's in the games they have are fine, but yeah. just yeah. their presentation leaves a lot to be desired, I think. Yep. Titanfall 2. That was the first thing they wheeled out. Uh, they boasted some single-player campaign, which is what the first Titanfall sorely which was, needed. Yeah, and what people were really... Yeah. Stopped it being, you know, that the big game it could have been, really. Exactly. It deserves to be, in my eyes, a Call of Duty beater. Um don't know if it's going to get there. Um, hopefully it will. Hopefully this won't be one people embrace more and they can build on it. And there's a beta coming as well. I don't think they said when, uh, but the game itself will be out October 28th yep. of this year. Um, looks fucking great. Like Looks very cool. Just the the, the traversal of it. The so fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fluid. Um, just, you know, you never need to stop moving. It's It looks great. Um, I really respect this series. It's not something I play much because, again, it's mostly online stuff. But now with a single-player campaign, I'm interested. Yeah. Well, I think for those who play this type of game, um, I think, yeah, it'll be great fun. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think- mean, this is the kind of game that I really like the idea of playing. Yeah. And But I'm immediately disappointed with my own skill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where I, and, you need to play and, every night. Yeah. And I, and I kind of go, oh, well, look, I really enjoy it. I feel like my dad playing a video game when I play these types of games. <laughs> yep. So every time I give my dad my you know console to play he's like oh it would be good if i just i just got to get my head around the controls and mm-hmm. using the and i watch him and i'm just like rolling my eyes you know and that's what and the- so and that's what anybody watching me play this game who i'm a relatively experienced gamer but not i've just always been not great at this well and ironically, as young as you are, the people who played these games are probably are young enough to be your child. So. That's well, there you go. <laughs> so you basically are the dad playing Timefall. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking great games, but not for me. Uh, and then Battlefield 1, which we got to see the same trailer. We've seen a whole bunch recently. It's a World War 1, right? Yep, yep. World, World War, War 1. One. Looks great. It really does. For me, this is. I, I would play this. Yeah. You know, even though it's that... Still the same kind of game as the Titanfall thing, but I like it because of the historical you mm-hmm. know, implications of it. I love that period. And you're not in so in Titanfall, it's very much you know fast, controlled, tight environments. Mm-hmm. Um, they have sort of open bits where your mechs can duke it out, but mm-hmm. it's all very cluttered. Uh, Battlefield, you know, it, it's it's bigger landscapes, yeah, vehicular combat and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I'm really excited. I I like Battlefield a lot. I mm. don't, never really play them after I buy them very much, but right. I like what they do a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm really happy someone's going back to the World Wars. We haven't really seen World War One much at all in games. Not for um, many years. Not yeah. for like 15 years or something. Particularly in FPSs. So I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. Mass Effect Andromeda. This is the game everyone thought 
was really going to have an unveiling for you know a proper unveiling when we got to see real gameplay we sort of did we got a, a sizzle of stuff um but a lot of it was uh, kind of like last year you had some real life stuff that they manipulated to be part of their sci-fi universe and then they moved into a few shots from the game we got to see the mako we got to see a few new characters uh people will be happy that the mako is back for traversal and we got to see some of the planets very quickly um somehow that's going to work you've never played a mass effect game you're saying no i i mean i i, I did pick up i did pick up um mass effect i think it was one mm-hmm. um and i actually bought it for my brother because he's a more sci-fi fan than me oh wow but he likes his rpgs and uh yeah he dug it heaps and i, I went to a lot heaps is heaps means a lot in australia <laughs> um he dug it a lot and uh I, I picked it up briefly and, and gave it a go and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I can see how this would be good, but I didn't have time to really invest um, and I haven't picked it up since. Yeah, so, I'm not a big fan of Mass Effect 1, but yeah, like I said, you, I love number 2 Yeah, and 3 is divisive, but I enjoyed it. This one, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I, I hear the story is amazing and is really yeah. good in these games and they, you know, when they first were released, it was pretty... It was pretty it was groundbreaking. Pretty exciting new stuff. The dialogue trees were exciting. At yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. Um, I always just like the expanse of how much you could explore. You have this cool map on your on your ship where you can pick which planets to go to, and mm-hmm. this one really looks like finally the tech is there that they could do that properly, so you can really just pick different planets, explore them, mine them, find secrets, and bring them back to your ship. Right. Um, so I mean, yeah, certainly didn't show us as much as we wanted to see, but. It's meant to be coming out March 2017, so it's not going to have if unless it slips, which I wouldn't put it past it. Um, it's not going to have another E3, so they're going to have to show this off again later on, maybe at Gamescom or something, and really unveil it. Would they do um, it at, at a different E3 or anything like that? Or no, this is it. Like until next year, um, so they'd have to do it at a different conference, like a different expo. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, but, yeah. Um, okay. Which I'm sure they will. But yeah, just surprising. I feel if they're that close to releasing, I expected to see more. Yeah, sure. Then we had a montage of Star Wars stuff, which is where, yeah, we're looking at right now. Because it's just weird. It's really exciting in terms of, hey, we have all these great companies. Visceral, Motive, mm. Criterion, Bioware, Respawn, DICE. Yeah, and look at all these elements coming together. And- VR and... Yeah, and then <laughs> they don't really show anything. Um, and the big one everyone's excited about is the Visceral game which has Amy Hennig, who worked as a, an Uncharted director. Um, she left Uncharted 4 halfway through production to come and work on this Star Wars game. And you got Todd Stashwick, who wrote 12 Monkeys. Um, yeah, and Jade Raymond from Assassin's Creed, executive director. It, they show one shot of it, um, yeah. which we're getting up to in a minute, I think, where this dude walks outside and you see the world and it looks gorgeous. But no idea what the game's going to be yet how it's going to work great yeah, pedigree it's like a universe builder or something they're going look at this is kind of like what we're looking at everyone yeah um, but you didn't really get a sense of what it was exactly they're doing they did this last year they like to show these videos of you know slickly produced videos here we are making the game look we're making the game here's mm-hmm. a drawing here's a wire framework mm-hmm. it's like just show us when you're ready yeah exactly <laughs> i yeah. don't i don't really i personally kind of like the behind the scenes but it doesn't get me excited for a video game sure um, it's just more frustrating, particularly when yeah, they have so little to show off this year. Mm, mm. Um, then they did FIFA 17, uh, one of the biggest games in the world. I don't play FIFA at all. Um, 
But I know people who play it all the time. That's the only game they play, some of my friends. You are English, aren't you? I am English. Don't drink tea. Don't play FIFA. Don't like rugby. Don't like cricket. You don't sound like an English person. No, I like snooker. Well, I mean, you sound like an English person. I do sound. I hope so. But the words you speak, the meaning (laughs) behind them. My personality. Yeah, it doesn't quite fit. I like snooker and tennis. So I think that will... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of English. Yeah, I do. Um... But yeah, it looks like sort of people who call it Mass Effect for FIFA. There's this big story mode called The what, Journey. What did they call it? The Journey, yeah. Which was a hilariously pompous didn't, way. Didn't, yeah, yeah. He, he was really proud of that. Yep. It was like a new idea in gaming. It was like... A story. We invented story. Yes. <laughs> the Journey. Yeah. But honestly, if you're into FIFA, it's probably great. I haven't got feedback yet from my FIFA friends if they're excited by that. I'm sure it's going to be a hoot. Probably yeah. more exciting is that it's being built this time for the first time in a new engine, which is a Frostbite engine. That's what um, DICE use uh, for Battlefield. So it's going to look beautiful. Um, so that's probably more exciting. Right. Madden 17. That's the game. Yep. Uh, and an uh, indie game. They started talking about some indie stuff and they, they highlighted this near the end as well, which is just called Faith. Fee? Fee? Um, Maybe it's like Fee. Fee. Like, like, you know, the the Vietnamese soup. Yeah, pho. Fee. Fee. Oh, you meant to say pho? Yeah, you meant oh, to say pho. Oh, I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, um, this didn't really do it for me. It looks fine. It looks kind of like a cross between yeah. Knights and Journey and a bunch of other little indie games. Uh, a bit of Ori and the Blind looks Forest. Looks cute. Looks kind of... Reminds me of like a... But it also just... The problem is it's got the kind of... There's this good, there's this nice music with it, and it has this lovely mood. Mm-hmm. But when I, we're looking at it again now, and it just kind of looks like you're playing Spyro the Dragon. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It looks like a, like a little Nintendo game or something like that. It yeah, looks like a looks like a you know kids, mm. you know, 3D platformer knockoff. Mm. But that's had some dignity injected into mm. it with nice music and some cool art design. It does look and looks great. Like the art design's cool. Yeah, but I'm just so bored. But the gameplay looks like you may as well be jumping on boxes and collecting coins. Exactly. There was a time where indie games were just so interesting because they had a breath of fresh air, but mm. yeah, with games like Limbo and Journey and stuff, and mm. the bar is so high now. Mm-hmm. So you have to be doing you have to be doing more than just oh look, we're cool and indie. Mm-hmm. And EA had the same problem last year for me with Unraveled, which that looks beautiful and it just kind of played like a big pub- publisher trying to look like they were doing something interesting. Indie, and indie. Right. Yeah, but could be wrong. But that was it. That was it for the EA. Really, really time for Battlefield. Not much. We knew you were going to get FIFA and Madden, and then they don't really show Mass Effect or Star Wars. You're really just Titanfall and Battlefield, and they didn't even show that much of Battlefield. To be fair, straight away afterwards, they showed an hour of them playing Battlefield, but that wasn't part of the conference. No. So you'd expect a chunk of that, but really it was just... I was Uh, so disappointed. I mean, in terms of what my favorite is, I mean, what are you... I mean, let's count. To give them a fair chance, let's count Mass Effect. Let's count... Star Wars. We can't count Star Wars. They didn't show us anything. I like. I mean, right. I'm excited. The one I'm most excited about is Star Wars because I'm a Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. um, and uh, <laughs> all the bits and bobs that they've put together to show me that they're making something cool. I'm believing that they're going to make something cool. So that'd, that'd be great. Yeah. But I'm still wait- I'm wait. I'm waiting until 2018. Yeah, that's. I know be, it's coming out be, in 2018. I could be dead by then. So you could be. Hopefully not. Touch wood. I'm glad um, you're getting on board with the We Are Test Late philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's a long time to wait. So, I mean, the one I'm probably most excited about on that list is is going to be Battlefield 1. Okay. Uh, yeah, me too. 
Me too. I mean, I'm really interested in the single player campaign of Titanfall, but I know it's going to be loud and fast, and my head can't oh, handle that right now. Battlefield. That's again. That's 2017. I'll yeah. talk about that later. I'm I'm most excited for Battlefield right now. I really am. Yeah. Particularly if they have, as they have been having, a single player campaign, which I'm mm-hmm. sure that that sounds great to me. And then maybe you and I can dabble in some multiplayer. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. That'd be cool. And we can both be bad together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Battlefield. And Mass Effect are my two, cl- closely followed by Mass Effect. Okay. Okay. Battlefield and Mass Effect closely followed by Mass Effect? No, no, no. Battlefield closely so Battlefield followed. Battlefield and Mass Effect and Mass Effect. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm so going to kill you in, in Battlefield, by the way. Yeah, so you will. Do you just fly your little biplane into my that's, face? That's right. Yeah. You're going down. I'll be busy writing a letter to my long lost uh, love that I've left at home who's already sleeping with someone else. That's right. <laughs> and I just pop you with a 303. Yeah. It'll be great. Sealed with blood. Then I went to sleep and then woke up. Mm-hmm. Microsoft at nine in the fucking morning, dude. That's early. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So I didn't watch it. I watched it later on because that was too early for me Very good. to be watching conferences. So Microsoft, these are the big ones. We've got Microsoft and we got Sony at the end of this. Microsoft, right. we both we know that both of them are working on new iterations. We know they're working potentially on new smaller models. Right. And um, we know that they're working on future models that support 4K, support VR better, and have more power. There's been so many leaks for the last few months on this stuff. We know the PlayStation one was called PlayStation Neo. We know Microsoft one was called Scorpio. It was how they were going to present these to us. Now, Microsoft always has the disadvantage every year, and I don't know why they don't flip it around, of going first. They go first. Sony goes at the end of the day, and it means Sony always has time to very quickly reshuffle things a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And they've used it to their advantage almost every year. They either cut stuff out, they then decide not to talk about, or they add things in that they decide they can fuck I mean, them over. Or what's what's the advantage of not talking about what they're working on? Well, I think we'll get that when we get when we get to PlayStation. Um, okay. But there are definite advantages for not talking about it. Um, yeah, and I remember, you know, in some years they even announced new hardware and they were able to just decide, like, obviously they just prepare for, okay, well, we're going to launch at this price bracket unless xbox in the morning says they're doing this price bracket in which case we'll bring this down to this kind sure of thing. sure like they're gonna have loads of different plans um and they do that and they can fuck xbox over but hey xbox comes out very bold and people like this conference didn't they yeah immediately come out with saying the xbox one s which is a slim version of the xbox one is and coming out boy is it slim 40 percent slimmer 40 percent slimmer which is that's substantial a, that's a good percentage summer. and not only, only that but it's got the power brick baked inside it so you don't even need an external power brick somehow that's not yeah yeah the, you don't need that cord with the big chunky gray thing and the orange light anymore lovely i travel a lot with my xbox so that's really great yeah uh supports 4k which was a surprise because i thought they were going to leave that for the scorpio uh also has hdr which is high dynamic range which is an even more sophisticated version of 4k um it's got a slightly tweaked controller and I'm really happy about this as well, a vertical stand. Because the 360, you could sit that uh, horizontally or vertically. Which was great. When I got my Xbox One, I presumed you could do the same. Couldn't do that. Broke it. Broke that Xbox. Broke it. That's actually the one I donated to you. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes me 10 minutes to play any game. Is it hard putting to... discs in still? Yeah, I just have to keep putting them in and pulling Even them out. Even horizontally, it's still fucked. Yeah, it? putting them in, putting them out, pulling it in, You're out, welcome. in, out. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely fucked. Um, yeah, and I didn't know that. No one told you you can't. Oh, you know that thing you could do fine for eight years? Now you can't do that with this new cooler version. But I think that's what they were kind of aiming for with the Xbox One, weren't they? 
There was a lot you could do on the 360 yeah. that you couldn't do on yeah, the Xbox they were really One. aiming for. How do we... We did so well. Yeah. How do we alienate our how audience do we do base? <laughs> and they succeeded. Didn't they? Um, but it's coming out August the 31st, really soon, just around mm. the corner. I thought it would be a Christmas thing. Nope, August 31st. Only $299 for the base unit, which uh, has 500 gigabytes of internal memory. Um, sorry, not memory, hard drive. Um, and then $399 for the two terabyte. There is a one terabyte one. I'm not sure how much it is. Between $299 and $399. I'm guessing $349. <laughs> um, yeah, for $399 for a two terabyte internal Xbox Slim. It's great. That's, that's a bit of power, isn't it? It's really great. I think this is fantastic. They're obviously cutting down how many regular Xbox ones they're going to sell in the next two months mm. until this comes out because who the fuck's going to buy a normal one when you know, hey, for basically the same price, for sure. I can get you know this new cool piece of kit. Yep. Play anywhere. That was a big thing. Oh, uh, this is a big thing. They really uh, went on about this. Um, it was one of their main selling points, or well, one of the main things they want the audiences to understand is a new thing and a new idea and something that you should get on board with. Yep. And that's the what capacity to play your Xbox One games on your Windows Ten platforms as well on your on your pc so the idea is that you can play anywhere on any of your devices and you're not limited to you know yeah your bedroom with your xbox or whatever it is and single um purchase as well which is great Uh, oh yeah you buy it on one of them you you can just use it on the other one which is fantastic yeah which yeah and that's Um, how it should have been forever everything should be that yeah yeah it forms the same company anyway i mean we shouldn't have a fucking different companies for different devices anyway it should just be hey you want to play video games Play video games. Yeah, yeah. It should yeah. be like having a Blu-ray player or a DVD player. It shouldn't be, oh, you can only play Universal Blu-rays on the Universal player. Yeah, 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 crazy. yeah, yeah. But this is a great step in that direction. Um, it's great as well because all your achievements and your progress all cross transfer across. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think it's going to be everything straight away, but they're going to gradually make it more and more ubiquitous, ubiquitous between them. Gears 4 is definitely supporting it. I think that's one of the first ones. Speaking of which... Gears of War 4 mm-hmm. comes out October the 11th dated uh, they did some gameplay from that looks fucking great um, there's the one with the sandstorm and all that yeah going yeah, on. yeah yeah yep. um, yeah it looks great it, it looks like it's getting back to what Gears used to be more Is scary more intense bit of horror in there bit of, yeah yep. for sure and I like it I think it's over 24 hours or 48 hours I think it's 24 hours I like that more focused storyline yep um, and less players that you're only allowed two people in co-op yeah it was just cool piece look, of gameplay looked, looked great I mean uh, again not my type of game but uh, you know for those who are into that sort of mm-hmm. first person shooting around corners sort of the third stuff person, third person uh, third person sorry sorry um, I forgive you thing over the shoulder run around shoot stuff then um, cool get what, into what it what thing do you have on your shoulder what do you mean he said thing over the shoulder. I was wondering what... Camera thing. over the shoulder. You have your camera on your shoulder? No, uh, over. It's from behind. It's Whoa. third person. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I've got a chip on my shoulder, but that's about it. Fish and chips on your shoulders. Yeah. Sea Speak, of, speaking of fish. Speaking of... Yeah. Oh, segway. Segway. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, sea of Thieves. So they announced this last year is Rare's first proper new IP in a fucking long time. Um, it looks great. I think, and completely refreshing. So this uh, is... It, uh, yeah, it looks like fun. So online... Now, it, it's unknown, as far as I know, and I've tried to read up about it as much as I can, how openly multiplayer this is. 
if this is massively old multiplayer, is there a different word for kind of, you know, sort of... You just put an extra M on there. Like, But is there like one for under massively multiplayer? If it's... Heaps. If it's heaps multiplayer. <laughs> Heap multiplayer. Because, um, yeah, what they showed was some overexcited fans <laughs> playing. I enjoyed that. That was yeah. funny, wasn't it? Uh, but just heaps of like intercut images of the game being played and then the little square with the the person's head in it yep. going oh Whoa. oh no get back me. to the ship oh <laughs> that's actual dialogue yeah but it looked like a lot of fun in terms of that like you know you're on a pirate ship you're shooting cannonballs at the other players ships you're working out how to sail you yeah you know you're doing that's all that thing. stuff which and you know it looks like a, you're, you're world exploring as well and there's a lot of team team play in there like you're not going to sell your ship without having other people that's on exactly it. the thing that i liked about it what I, I liked about it i enjoyed assassin's creed black flag but you jump on your ship you press y or whatever it was and hey off you go it's mm. like driving a car that's literally <laughs> what it was whereas this one is you get on your ship you need your other person to bring the sails down you need your other person to do like shifting it you know the person you need to... someone on the crow's nest looking out so exactly. you know which direction you're moving and yeah because then when you're sailing the the fucking um, sails were in the way so you couldn't see the direction you're going in. I love the idea of, oh, you want to get away quickly? Well, you got to go through the regime. And it's a basic regime for sure. Sure, but it's, but it's, team, up the it's teamwork. You know, you need to be able to, you need to be communicating. Exactly. Which is which is such a key element in, in multiplayer. And in pirating. Absolutely. Got to be teamworking. In swashbuckling. Yep. yep. Backstabbing doesn't get you anywhere. No. Um. But Con- yet, contrary to most pirate stories. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, they're dead. So, um, other than the actual living pirates that still <laughs> exist. But that's um, yeah. I said to you as we were watching this, I wasn't excited about it last year. I was intrigued. The art style was interesting. Mm. But seeing it like this, I was like, there's a fine line of it being exactly what I want in terms of just how many people are in this world. If it's littered with people yeah. and it's going to be crazy and a headache, yeah. then I'm not going to enjoy it. Just this. people griefing everybody. And, exactly. But yeah. if I can have me and a couple of buddies and we can go around on a ship and explore islands, yeah. even if there's no one else in the world and we just have our own you know, world, I would enjoy that a lot. If there are a few people. But it's just not like the server's kept to just a very limited amount of people. I agree. I agree. love this game. You know, it'd be it'd be sucky if every time, you know, you got on your ship, you had to fight everyone in the world to get anywhere. Yeah, like, that would really suck. Because uh, you want to feel the loneliness not, of yeah, exploration. You want to be. Well, you don't want to be one of four hundred ships on a small ocean. You know, you want to be one of four ships on a small ocean. Exactly. Um, but uh, it was interesting. I think. Yeah, I think you're on the money there in terms of like it looks like a fun party game sort of. I mean, not. I don't want to undersell it like it's not just a party game but it looks like a hoot to play with a group of mates yeah for sure honest honest to god this is one of those games where it will probably come out and i'll buy it and i won't play it but there's a small chance if they balance it just right mm. and if yeah, you had a copy or alex had a copy and katie wants to play it mm. i could play this every night there's a totally. small chance that this could be the game where like yeah i want to play this every night with my friends and we just explore islands together and do fun stuff that would be fun it's got actually a lot of elements of real life rpg to it actually yeah when I think about it and me playing D&D and what I love about D&D is getting together and playing, going on an adventure with your friends. It's not actually about it. And one of you not being able to see which direction you're going That's in. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and very it's very true. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too many sales in D&D. That's a problem. That's right. Uh, we Happy Few, uh, which is the Kickstarter game that we've seen a few, a few bits of over the last year. Uh, that's kind of like Bioshock meets A Clockwork Orange meets George Orwell. Um, 
looks really cool. I'm not, um, I'm British and I don't like many British things. So the accents bother me a bit and all the flags everywhere. <laughs> but that's just because I'm racist to my own country. Mm-hmm. But really creepy vibe. Some hopefully intelligent story where it's heading to. Don't know yet. Well, very, uh, very Orwellian in its, yep. you know, view of the world. And um, I, it looks, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. It Great could easily well. go either way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the teaser sort of gameplay trailer thing that they showed us looks, the story looks really interesting to me. Yeah. Stylistically, I'm not overly interested. Like for me, it's not, okay. I'm not, that's not really my vibe. Okay. Um, it's a bit Borderlands for me or something. There's a bit, right, of, right. it's a bit too, a bit too cartoony. Yeah, yeah. But um, in terms of the, um, you know, the conceit, the idea in it and, and what that's, what, how it plays out, that looks really interesting to me, the story. Yeah. yeah, if you if you do start watching the demo, keep watching because the beginning I got a bit turned off with it. Me but too. Then me as you too. Go and then it, it, and then a hook came in, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. He he was in there, and he was going, ooh, yeah, it was. You. You're rubbing your thighs. It was, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. Say, yeah. <laughs> um, the surprising thing is that gets an Xbox preview on July 26th. Xbox preview is kind of like Steam's early access, where you get to play it before it's finished. Um, cool. Which is always a bit weird. I, I, would, I, I tend to not go back to those games. Like The Long Dark, you played it when it was finished. I was playing it in preview and then I never kind of mm. went back to it because it wasn't quite there yet. Well, ironically, uh, playing it when it was finished, I still felt like it was kind of half finished. Interesting. It didn't feel like a, a complete game. Um, not enough cold for you? Well, I really enjoyed it, but it, I, it ended up feeling like I was trying to survive in the cold. And yeah. that was about it. I think that's the point. I think that's all it is. Yeah, that's the conception for the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, but there just weren't enough elements to it that were... To keep you interested. Yeah, I mean, there's only like four different food types you could get. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anyway, we won't talk about that now, but... Are you sure? We could just spend the hour reviewing that, that game. Yeah, we could. Why don't, let's, let's talk about... Yeah. Um, then we had for uh, Forza Horizon 3. Yeah. Set in... Australia. There it is. Your hometown. Yeah. And uh, to be honest... It looked really great. It made me a little homesick. Um, it looked amazing. It looked like Australia. Like the world was really beautiful. Looking. Yeah. It was impressive. I mean, it, yeah, the, the world looks beautiful. I have and no I, idea I've never it. seen any of these Horizons games. I'm not a big car guy. Um, but I would get this game purely to play in that world. Purely yeah. to just drive around and look at stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, this is the first one with four-player co-op as well. Um, yeah, and that looked like fun. Yeah, I, I love the Forza Horizon games. I don't play them that much. I tend to buy them, really love them for a little bit, and then kind of get bored. Sure. I do get to the point where I'm driving, exploring, and then because of GTA, I'm conditioned to think, can I get out of my car now and wander around? <laughs> and I can't, so I get claustrophobic suddenly. Um, but they're beautiful games, great realized spaces that they use. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, if I had someone else to play with on, on you know, in those games, I'd probably play them a lot more. Yeah, Comes out September... 27th save yourself a 15 hour flight just buy that yeah dude and if you want to be yeah. in la just buy gta 5 easy we should probably do that as a list that'd be a good list for a site of Wouldn't if you it? if you can't afford flights <laughs> don't bother leaving your home just buy these games totally yeah yeah um around the world in 40 games yeah <laughs> so a bunch of these as well sorry we probably should send xbox exclusives uh gears 4 is obviously sea of thieves is i believe uh forza horizon 3 definitely is i don't know about we happy few but since it's on Xbox Preview, I'm inclined to say it is. Well, for now, at least, anyway. Yeah. Um, and another one is ReCore, which we had revealed last year. 
Um, people got really excited about it. <sighs> so some gameplay this year looks not great to me. Uh, it's been dated. It's coming out September the 13th. Looks fine, but just looks very much like a shooter. Uh, not a first-person shooter, but just kind of like a... I don't know. It looks... The, the, the CGI trailer last year just looks so interesting. And this this is right. disappointing. Uh, and they just did a lot of this weird graphic... Um, you know, in in the in stylized the stylized stuff like in the gameplay trailer, and I'm like, well, it's not really gameplay, though, is it? It's yeah. filler. And then the few bits of gameplay you see are just look budget. They just don't look they very really rich. Yeah, particularly this year when we're seeing so many just beautiful looking games. Yeah, it uh, does. It looks like a, a a fairly cheaply made or something. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Just gonna check my vocals are coming through loud enough because yours are spiking. Look, you're spiking. I'm spiking. Look at no, but look at you. You can see you on uh, the bottom one. Hello. And I'm all just kind of flat. Let me see. Oh, I see. Yeah. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you're gonna enjoy this. But uh, just, just I, w- I would step away from the earphones for a second because I'm gonna click in the in my mic. Yeah, that's coming through. Yeah, it's all good. You just have much more spikier voice. I do. It's a, that's the Australian accent. That, yeah. Mm. Just registers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm not a fan of the recall. I'll be honest. I'm diffused with that. But I'm kind of relieved because there were too many good-looking games and any I can cross off my radar, I'm happy about. Killer Instinct is getting General Ram from Gears of War coming to it. If that's your game, then there you go. You're going to have another grumpy, angry person playing that fighting game. Mm-hmm. Divisions get some underground DLC, which comes out June 28th. Um, I think that's Xbox exclusive or timed exclusive. Then we got to see... A trailer for Inside, uh, which has been long awaited. This is a new game from the makers of Limbo. Um, and it's coming out June the 29th and July the 7th on Steam. And you can get Limbo right now to celebrate free on Xbox One until June the 20th and on Steam until June the 22nd. And if you've never played Limbo, I could not hi- uh, you know, more highly recommend a game to play. It's like a really amazing album of music. You know, where you just play it from the beginning to the end and you're like, oh, wow. And you never have that experience quite again. It's like that. It's it's just a beautiful story game. Yeah. It's so... And like, so for such a, a basic style, um, it's so... Um, in, what do you call it when you feel... It's, it, it's in... in Grossing? Yeah, <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> in, you know the word for when you feel encompassed by the world? Yeah. Whatever that word is. Yeah. Engrossing? In, engaging. Engaging. Um, in, you know, it was like you could. In, I, could I lost time playing that game. And yeah. then I'd be like, oh, wow, I've been... And it's very short. You can, you should and you can play yeah. on one sitting. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Within, within about 40 minutes or so. Well, yeah, depending. Maybe you're very good. To I was up, very to a couple good. Of hours. I was I was extremely good. I was probably much better at it than you. Yeah, yeah. What's that word again? Let's go with that. Much better. Much better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fucking great game, Limbo. It was a great. We're game. somehow talking about that instead of inside. But yeah, get Limbo. <laughs> and the version on Xbox One is beautiful. It's all crisp and lovely. Yep. Um. But inside, it looks like it was like an art house trailer. Wasn't it funny? It, it was wonderful. It was. It looked really great. Like the filmmaker in me was like, "Ooh, that yeah. looks interesting." But for everybody else, they would have been like, "What the fuck was that?" Because nothing happened. It was no. like some. And then it leaves it on the shop for ages. Yeah, and you're like, a... something's gonna happen. Nope. There's a bunch of wide angles and, yeah. you know, that was it. 
remember when I saw this last year, I was actually a little disappointed. It didn't, it felt just like a lot of other games I've played before. But then, yeah, seeing this, I was just knowing that they've enriched, it seems so boiled down and simple, but they've enriched it with so much detail and mm. lovely kind of, I not not actual textures, mm. but textural, you know, sort I of mean, elements. It's very atmospheric, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and we give we give these other games, you know, hell for not giving us enough mm-hmm. and going. I mean, it, we didn't see any gameplay, blah blah blah. But we literally saw nothing in this. Yeah, trailer. but, but, this but was... I have so much faith in these guys. And, the, and these were hundred percent shots from the game. Like that was the game. Totally. Just yeah. not you necessarily playing it. If you yeah, know what I mean. yeah. Um, so I'm I'm happy with that than that pretty CGI trailer. And there Me were too. a lot of pretty CGI trailers oh, this year. Yeah. With good some, music. Some nice house music. Oh yeah, there's some bad music yeah, as well. But there's some good music this year. But yeah. just sad. A lot of co- covers. Sad cover songs. Yeah. Um then we go into platform features. Uh, you can now listen to background music on your Xbox, uh, which you could do fucking generations ago. There you go. <laughs> it's another one of those features they've got. Yep. Hey, look at this new feature. You've got to do it in commas. game as well. You could have like cars that would play the music you had preloaded onto yeah. your Xbox or stuff. I remember playing Amped, I think, and you could do that. Yeah. You could just yeah. play whatever music. Well, guess you wanted. what? All, all those skating games you could be do happy well. because they took your toys away and now they're giving them back yeah. again. Uh, Cortana is coming to your Xbox, which is kind of fun, I suppose. Uh, language region independence, which they explained it, and I still don't know what it means. You can create clubs, and I don't yeah. mean things to batter people with, but you can search for specific players and types. Um, so you game the way you want to game because they're all about with that. the people you want to game with. Yeah, with those with those ones specifically. Yeah. Which would be great. Um, so not the assholes, mm. just the nice people. But maybe they've got a, a little tick box for just mm. nice people, please. Yeah. yeah. Uh, controllers is customizable controllers now from Design Lab, allowing you allowing players to design and order their own controllers, including bespoke laser engraved text. Great. Just. I'm going to order more, one, and more, I'm just going to go to town on it. More grooves to get your hand scum in. I'm going to engrave a book. <laughs> it's worth of dialogue just all over it um, Minecraft Realms you can I'm play I'm just going to say Carpe Diem just once? yeah just really originally nice. Carpe Diem just do the little you know the little scar from yeah. Harry Potter's head stay at home and play games Carpe Diem it's on his head seize the day don't quote that post aside of me I don't know what it is oh no just for all those at home <laughs> It's an, I don't think it was like written for Dead Poets Society. I'm pretty Society. sure Dead Poets Society created Latin. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? Something. Gwent. Gwent. Finally, we're there. So if I you play that. The Witcher, you can play Gwent. That's my second favorite word coming out of E3. Is Teraflops by any chance? Teraflops is my number one favorite word because <laughs> no one can say it no matter how important they are and I can't not laugh. I know. Um, I mean, I can't, you know what I mean. And uh, that's my second favorite is Gwent. Gwent. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, so if you weren't happy with paying $60 and playing Gwent in The Witcher 3, well, now you can pay more money and play <laughs> a slightly better version of it, not in The Witcher 3. Um, no, in all seriousness, Gwent's a fucking great game in The Witcher. I know people who don't really play The Witcher, but they'll play Gwent in it. Uh, and now you've got a full single-player campaign, cross-platform, multiplayer, redesigned new improved visuals and they really did it looked really cool very slick very looks, yep, looks definite very cool. competitor for the Elder Scrolls one this one I actually I know I like the battle system in this and how it works and with those new animations I'm I'm intrigued if it comes out in a good price bracket yeah this so is like a $15 game or something I'd be very interested to review the Elder Scrolls one and Gwent 
Oh, do it in a versus. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do it. And, and, and then when they come out and... I don't know if we've got release dates for these. Get a sense of the system. So, no, I don't think so. Okay. From memory. Um, yeah, when they do, though, remind, r- remind us. You should check it one out. One listener mm-hmm. and make sure Adrian does it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, yeah, Minecraft Realms, doesn't really matter. You can play your Minecraft with other people playing Minecraft on different things. Yeah. Um, Tekken 7 is coming early 2017 on PS4, PC, and mm. Xbox One. Gold members, though, can download Tekken Tag Tournament 2 for free during this mm. week of E3. And if you've played Tekken... This you is, know what to expect. This is Tekken, but, but prettier. It looked pretty. Uh, I'm not really a Tekken fan. I'm more of a Street Fighter fan. I think Akuma was in it, which confused me. But maybe I just kind of... I, really, I, was, I was a Tekken guy when, back in the day. Were you? Yeah, that's what I used to play. Tekken 2 was awesome. I like the guy that was a little with while the ago leopard now. head. Uh, uh, Jay, Jay, Jack? No. Uh, yeah, Jackie, I think. Was it something like that? Maybe. Yeah, I Might can't be. remember. It doesn't matter. really doesn't. We're really showing no, our... It really doesn't we, matter. We shouldn't be talking about... <laughs> We, we clearly know not enough about it. No, I, don't, I really don't. I didn't play Tekken much. Um, really, definitely the theme this year is, if hey, if you like our new game, you can play our old game for free this week. Happen, yeah. Happened a lot. Which is nice. Um, Final Fantasy Fifteen, that's coming. I'm not at all convinced with this game. They keep showing stuff. I played both demos. The first one had me intrigued. The second one, I thought, just turned me off completely. I don't get it. I don't actually. Everyone keeps going on how beautiful it is. I don't think it's beautiful. I think it looks kind of garbage in places. Um, and this boy band driving around in their car, do, riding chocobos now. It's just. I mean, I love chocobos, but no, just no. Not. It it, I, it just looks confusing. Yeah, it looks like a headache. It does. It looks yeah. It looks looks like a a bad dream. Mm-hmm. where you're a game designer and you make all the worst ideas <laughs> all the bad ideas all the bad ideas everyone and then put them into a game and gave them witty bad dialogue yeah honestly i think people might tune off now because a lot of people love this game but i'm just i'm not interested yeah feel free to comment yeah feel free to complain again we are I'm all ears we're all we just want a conversation we don't care if you being mean yeah Dead Rising 4, uh, confirming the leaked images which came out last week. Frank West from the original one is back. It's set at Christmas time um, and it's going to be released around Christmas time this year. Looks fun. It is fun. Of the plethora of zombie games that are being released, um, that looks like probably the one I'd enjoy the most. Interesting. Um, yeah, I can imagine that. I mean, I've I've played all of the other three and this looks so similar to them. I'm kind of... Done. This one's like a little gimmicky in terms of like the whole Christmas theme, and yeah, I don't mind that. I'm just kind of I don't know. I mean, I'll probably get it because I'm stupid and buy most of these games. But and I, I just hope I can recapture how much I did enjoy the first one. But the first one was flawed. People think I kid themselves that it wasn't now, but at the time, really, I didn't meet anyone who thought it was a you know did it perfectly. Um, and the second one, and the third one weren't as good as the first one. So right, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. Um, definitely different vibe from everything else. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Scalebound. Again, you can tell the Japanese games feels a lot like Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, and mixed with Lost Planet. Um, it really does. I mean, the the main dude's wearing jeans, a leather jacket, and has a wooden shield and a sword on his back. I mean, yep. <laughs> uh, and he's got you know that crazy kind of weird spiky hair. I was intrigued by this game last year. And he kind of narrates what he's doing, everything. Yeah, there's yeah. so much enthusiasm from like, it's like a pop star is the lead of every one of the Japanese games at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And they've yeah. just taken too much adrenaline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mean it. Yeah, like I say, people love this, this stuff. It's just, it's not appealing to me. 
it's not what I want from a game right now. It's too hectic and too crazy and doesn't seem yeah. focused. It's not really my style. Yep, I agree. Uh, coming to PC though as well. So if you're interested in that. State of Decay 2. This is the cult hit from the Xbox 360 era that got a revamp for the Xbox One era. More about working together, building your environments to keep safe from zombies, going out to get the stuff you need to keep building your base. Coming in 2017, set in the same valley, and the tagline was nobody survives alone, which indicates proper co-op play this time. Yeah, and actually I rephrased my last statement about the most exciting zombie game for me. In truth, I think it's that one. Are you going to say this for each one? Yes. Excellent. I'm, I was going to say maybe, but you know what? Probably I will say <laughs> Probably it. Probably each one we get to you. Yeah. This is the best one. No, actually, I did. That was that did look like the, my again. favorite. Because you, there's stuff that, you know, building your home base and you're collecting yeah, people yeah. and all that. Which, like I said, I did play Fallout 4 and I mainly just built my town. So it's kind of up my alley. You'd like this then, for sure. Like I say, you should... Um, yeah, remind me before you go. You should borrow Dishonored. Sure. Or a state of decay one, so you can try them both out. Cool. Test your palette. Um, Halo Wars 2, very cool CGI trailer. Um, and then the actual trailer looks great. If you like Halo Wars, um, you didn't like the color palette of it. No, I didn't. No. I think that's fair enough. It's a very Halo color palette. Um, well, yeah, and it just it reminded me of that other one that they the, the kids play. Um, what's that one with all the aliens? Um, total something hmm? total what's the what's the big what's the big one after command and conquer that came out oh or total war no maybe not total war there's aliens and they've like got purple pyramids and stuff and tanks and things i don't know i'll be honest i don't play anything that's isometric that's kind every, of every everybody in back at, like at home listening to this will be just screaming the name at their speaker well, just, please just tweet, tweet at us. <laughs> fucking Australian idiot. It's this game. I don't know. Moron. I don't know that game. Okay, great. Well, it's like that game. Excellent. Well, there you go. If you like that game, then yep. you might like Halo Wars too. Great, yeah, great people, story, right? <laughs> people have been clamoring for this. Um, you know, it's it's. I like the first one fine. I just don't really like isometric and I don't like strategy games like this. Um, but if you like Command and & Conquer and that purple game that Adrian's talking about, <laughs> I'm gonna then get on up. top of it. Uh, coming out February the 21st but there's a beta for the Xbox One that's running from June the 13th which is right now until the 20th again more stuff that you can do right now for free it, that was a big thing lots of cool stuff it was for a big free thing. right now this week mm-hmm. Cuphead now Cuphead's been going on for ages should have been shown properly should have got a fucking release date no they just breeze on past it just a few clips um, very disappointing and then we had the real announcement Everyone knew what's happening. Project Scorpio. They come out at the end of the conference, do this big thing talking about wanting to... I mean, I was kind of confused their messaging a little bit, but wanting Wasn't to it? push the future. They want gamers to be able to play wherever they want to play, which is why you have to play anywhere kind of thing. Yeah, but we're not going to leave you behind either. Those who don't want to yeah. play all the time everywhere. So then the slogan of no play. one gets left behind, but we're all about pushing forward and definitely working towards, and they confirmed this in interviews afterwards, working towards a non-console platform future. Yep. Yep. where you don't have to keep buying new iterations of consoles, which ironically includes buying a new iteration of a console. <laughs> um, we, yeah. We're not doing the generations thing anymore, uh, but here's two more consoles that you have exactly. to buy if you want to be part of this generation. Um, so they confirmed the existence of the more powerful Xbox One. It has a whole bunch of teraflops in it. <laughs> 
Well, why that word? More than PlayStation. Why teraflops? Uh, it hits holiday 2017. People were really excited, as they should be. Uh, it works with VR. No specific hardware announcements revealed. But, and here's the thing, you see, they showed Fallout. They showed Tom Howard. Uh, sorry. To- oh, man, my brain's gone wrong. Um, oh, fuck. I feel dreadful. It's Todd me. Howard, I'm, pa- I'm, ha- I'm passing that on to yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Fallout, dude. Uh, and Fallout 4 just talked about it's going to be played on Vive on the show floor and would be released on Vive next year. So people are saying the Oculus is how people are going to be able to play on Xbox, which seems likely to me. But the fact that they're saying it's definitely going to... Um, it's tied into Fallout. Fallout we know is coming to Vive. Makes you wonder. Maybe it could be Vive and Oculus uh, connectivity. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, and I'm like I was saying to you, I'm interested to see how they do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, that game is so much about the exploration of the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all peripherals will be supported. They were very keen to make sure you realize that. All games will be supported and will be playable on all three iterations. So whether you have an Xbox One, an Xbox One Slim, or an Xbox One Scorpio, whatever they end up calling it, you'll be able to play the same games on all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but presumably on the Scorpio, they're just going to you know, look a lot better and be able to perform a lot better. At some point, that has to be a compromise for... Because they were saying, we're doing this because the developers have asked for it. They want more power. And probably some developers do. I'm sure a lot of developers who don't have the money that people like Todd Howard have mm. with Bethesda are probably in pain with this because it means, well, we've got to make at least two versions just for Xbox, no matter PlayStation and maybe PlayStation Neo and PC of our game. We're not going to concentrate on really eking the most out of it for Scorpio you know, at this mm. point mm. because you've also got to make sure it's going to run on an Xbox One. So until at some point they actually do that, and then they're just going to be splitting their market because then it won't run on Xbox One. It's weird. You're not going to be using the most of those teraflops. So, <laughs> exactly. And, and I mean, what are you going to do if you can't get your nothing? Flop- if you can't get your floppy filled out, then yeah. you're not well, really is utilizing. Where, is it. that where it's what? It, why they see flops? Because it's like a floppy drive or something. I have no fucking clue, man. I just love it. Like, why teraflops? I just love your face. Why? It's a stupid. Because <laughs> you're terrified of, of the flopsters. It's just funny. <laughs> It's just impotent men who are really it's scared. It's just a limp. It's, a, it's just a limp name. It's a great sex horror film. <laughs> the Terror Flops. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and like we say, the big slogan, no one gets left behind. Gaming beyond generations was another thing they said. And of course, the most powerful console ever built, which it is right now. And according to the le- leaked uh, statistics, no leaked, what do you call it? Um just Blueprints yep, of the PlayStation go. Neo. Um, it is more powerful than the PlayStation Neo. And yep. everyone left this conference. We didn't really see any of it. We did, we saw like one maybe blurry picture of them playing a car racing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a few like edges of a box that made it still look like it was going to look like the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Don't think they've designed it fully yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, out at the end of 2017. Um, no idea on a price bracket yet. No idea really how it's going to work. No. But they were bold enough to come out and put their foot in the sand and say, this is the future that we're going into. You're going to get a new console. And it's yep. basically going to be... They kept saying it's part of the one family because I think for marketing, they have to do, look, available on one. Which one? All of the ones. But which ones are we seeing yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah. Well, right now, you're, you're always going to see videos for the Scorpio, presumably, because that would be the prettiest. But um, it's going to be confusing. 
moving yeah, forward for, them, for sure. But it's going to have, what, how many CPUs did it say? It had processors? It had at like least, eight? At least eight teraflops of CPU. Uh, <laughs> uh, you miss me when I'm not just around. Just a bunch of teraflops. Um, hanging around. But people left saying this is one, this is a great, like even yeah. some, you know, micro, sensible Microsoft haters uh, or people who weren't expecting much came away like this is, this was a great, this is cool. Really good showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tended to go with the thing of, hey, here's a trailer. Then we get out someone to talk about the game and then you see the game properly. Yeah, yeah. And they did that for Totally, they did. And they were like, let's break it down. Yeah. Let's talk about what we've done. Um, so what did you like then from Microsoft? What was the thing that spoke to you? Hmm, Microsoft, I would say... What are you most excited about? I mean, there's a lot. Look at that list. That's a whole... It's a whole bunch of things that you can play with your thumbs. It's a whole... Or with your eyeballs now. A lot. Yeah. Um, pro- I don't know. You, to be honest none of them really get me too, too <laughs> you, excited that boat steered around really quickly yeah I mean um, let's like uh, Sea of Thieves could be a really really good fun um, I'm excited for the new console talk and all that stuff I mean I get kind of excited about new consoles I never get them when they're immediately released but you know I still get excited about them mm-hmm. um and otherwise, no, it's fine. You let's let's go with State of Decay too. Okay. Yeah, we're going to go with State of Decay too. That is the thing, though. Looking at it now, the list out here. Nothing am I absolutely. I have to have that game, no. which is kind of sad. Um, I'm excited for Gears. Sea of Thieves right now is the one where I'm just. I hope if they hit that pitch that I want Sea of Thieves, I'm going to really enjoy that game. Yeah. They probably won't. I don't think they will. But that's the one I'm hopeful yeah. for right now. But yeah, definitely for me, the most exciting thing is Scorpio. Um, I'm well up for any way to make my games look prettier and perform better. And I appreciate that. It's annoying for a lot of people because they don't have the money to buy a new console. I get that. But for me, I'm excited. Great. We have a question oh. about Scorpio. Oh, This comes from Adam Quain. Apologize, Adam. I don't know how you pronounce second name. So I'm going to call it Quan. Quan Let's go say Quain. Quinn. Quain. Adam Q. We just made you 100% cooler right now, Adam. So <laughs> you, you take that one to the bank, buddy. Born in 1993. Fuck, how old does that make him? Uh, 93. Yeah. Uh, uh, maths. 20. Uh, oh, 23. Uh, That's all right. Uh, yeah, no. 23. Yeah, yeah you're old enough. 22, 23. You're 23. old enough. We can hang out. He asked, does this mean the NX is a viable purchase now because it actually has a form of competition in the Xbox One killer, as in the Scorpio? Uh, NX obviously being Nintendo's new console, which is going to be launched next year. Um... March, I think it is, is meant to be launched. So he's... Uh, uh, let's, let's unpack this, shall we? Because I'm a little confused. Does this mean the NX, Nintendo X, is a viable purchase now because it actually has a form of competition in the Xbox One Killer Scorpio? As in, um, is it worth investing in the NX? Oh, okay. Because, you know, there's competition. Mm-hmm. And so therefore they'll... They'll lift their game and make it actually a worthwhile purchase. Oh, yeah. Cause, oh, sorry. Yeah, because of course he's saying Xbox One killer, as in the Scorpio is going to kill the Xbox One and make it irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I see what he means. I see yep. what he means. Um, honestly, the problem is we don't... We have no clue what the NX is still. Like, we, I don't know how they've kept it a secret, but we still have no clue. We know it's probably got something to do with a handheld console hybrid thing, probably. 
But Nintendo are always so fucking weird. You never know what they're going to do. You really don't. They make weird, illogical, dumb decisions yeah. that sometimes are magic. And yeah, sometimes I mean, are disasters. The Wii. There you go. That's yep. a perfect example of and like, Wii U, what the hell is this? Disaster. And then, bam. Even though I much prefer the Wii U console to the Wii, I think it's way better. But sure. as a successor, people were just confused and didn't do well. Badly yep. marketed, badly yep. PR'd, um, which is a different word for marketing. Yep. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. I marketed that sentence well. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm excited about the NX because we don't know what it is. So I'm excited for what I and I want Nintendo to win. I feel if they fuck up the NX, how I don't not win, but I just want them back. I want them to be doing well again. I want them to have, you know, some credibility again because it's been a while. Well, they yeah. I mean, they're completely off the map for me. No, for most people, most people are like yeah, if you own a Wii U, it's a great console to get. You get a Wii U now, you can get them dirt cheap, and you can buy five to ten really great games. Um, but being part of that ecosystem has been tough. Mm. It really has. I forget about it. And then every now and then something you know, very rarely comes out. Mm. I would say personally, there's only maybe four, mm. four like must play games on that console. Um, I mean, I don't, I mean, honestly, I think they're probably, I'm hoping they're going to do something so different. They stand out on their own yep. and it will be a, another yep. case of, the Wii isn't in competition with the Xbox 360 or whatever because it's just doing its own thing. You need yeah. both, really. Do you think they they'll just got like bananas on the VR thing? You know, they'll, they'll just be like, we are the VR not. system. I hope not. Everyone's doing so much VR. I hope Nintendo's not doing that. I really do. Um, I hope it's something more to do with, with handheld hybrid kind of game. Maybe they'll come out with like a thing that has a hoverboard. Hover, you, hover console. Yeah, do you think they're going to like have a VR hoverboard system? Because that's what I would like. Um, yeah, it's a, Nintendo. A suspended bodysuit that you can actually physically walk in like, midair. So it takes about half an hour to get ready before yeah, you play sure, a video game. But it'll be bloody worth it. Is it waterproof? Yes. Then I'm on board. Great. Um, Look, Adam, I'm going to. My hot tip, Adrian's hot tip. As you can tell, I'm. Don't go near Adrian's hot tip. I'm not, don't Adam. do that. You don't know what you'll come away with. Um, <laughs> Is that why it's hot? Is it too hot? <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. I uh, know, but hot tip, Adam, it is. Um, I'd hold off on the purchase. Uh, at this point, it's a 50 50 gamble. Could be 40 60, but let's say hold off on the purchase, see what the actual console is going to be, what they're offering up, and then uh, work out where your bucks will go. Yeah. Um, I'm more excited about it. Ex- I'm more excited about the Scorpio just because I know what to expect and. I know it's gonna, you know, be. Yeah, I know what it's gonna be, which is just more the the knowledge. I mean, you've got knowledge; you you, you can make an educated choice. Whereas Nintendo don't, so I'm excited in that way. But yeah, I, I, I don't think they're gonna be competitors. Yeah, I don't. I really hope Nintendo doesn't basically play catch up, and then by the time it does, Mm -hmm. a few months later, you have something even better again. Yeah. Um, Just don't go pre-ordering yet, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hold on to your pennies. Yeah, you'll be fine. You don't need to pre-order these days. You don't. I it don't used know to be what a problem. It used to be a problem, but you don't need to anymore. And people still do. I just did today. Xbox Slim gets announced like, fuck, better pre-order it quickly. So I go and pre-order it. And I'm like, well, that doesn't, it's not going to be a problem to pick that up. No. Um, so yeah, I think, but I guess to answer your question, literally, yes, the NX is a viable purchase. We just, it might not be by the time it comes out. But exactly. as right now, two unknown factors. Yes, both very viable in their worlds. Then we move away from Microsoft to Ubisoft. You ready for this? Yo. Ubisoft, it's their 30th anniversary. They start the, the conference with a freaking party with a giraffe. 
it some was dancing girls. It was weird. Very weird. But then at least she acknowledged how weird it was and then yeah. went on to do, as all of them are quite rightfully doing, a heartfelt, apolo- not apology. Uh, reference to reference recognition to of... The horrible stuff that happened, sadly, uh, on in, Sunday. In Orlando. And But she's doing it next to a fucking dude dressed in a giraffe with a monocle. And I'm just, there's something yeah. just weird and surreal and inappropriate you, about this. Of all, the, of all the conferences, I recommend checking out the first you know, minute and a half of the Ubisoft one. <laughs> yep. if, if you don't stick around for the rest, just watch that. However, if you've recently taken acid, I wouldn't recommend checking out the first <laughs> minute because you might be terrified. Um, Aisha Taylor, Tyler, though, was uh, uh, hosting it again, her fifth year hosting. Said fuck within the first 10 minutes. Didn't she? Now, the thing is, I really appreciate her. I think she's great. She's got a genuine enthusiasm, mm. calls out stuff when it's weird. If mistakes are made, she doesn't mind. She just goes with it. Yep. But they were playing it a bit cool. They were like, hey, we're the cool kids this year. We do weird stuff. We say fuck. Weren't they? Uh, yeah. yeah. They were pretty cool. But whatever. Just Dance 2017. That's coming out October Nintendo. And they announced it. It's coming out on NX next year. The first officially announced NX title. Uh-huh. We know Zelda's coming, but we don't know when. So this is the first official coming out when NX is launched. Oh Just God. Dance 2017. I'm so right. So what was our, what was our friend? Aiden? Pre-order it, buddy. Just Dance 2017 is coming oh, to it. Na- I think his name was Adam. Adam. There you go. <laughs> Adam Q. Apologize, sir. Uh, you're a one listener, so I really do apologize. <laughs> please please keep tuning in. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Meanwhile, Just Dance, I was right. They're going to have like a, a, plat- a foot, something to do with your feet. There's going to be a feet thing with the NX where you use your feet. Oh, you are right. That's true. Yeah. So it's going to be a plate of glass and you've got to try not to break it. Yeah. No, you're going to be in a game. suspended suit, waterproof suspended suit, or a hoverboard. One of those two things. That's just one of them. Yeah. yeah. Don't spend your money on a on a NX yet, uh, Adam, but you could definitely place a pretty solid bet with my little insights. For sure. Wise words. Um, Ghost Recon Wildlands. This was my game of last year, just from the trailer. Coming out March the 7th. So nice. It's not coming out in quite mm-hmm. an overcrowded winter we've got. Mm-hmm. Um we want to extend the gameplay of this. This looks cool. Tacticals becoming like most of Ubisoft's games that are all sort of becoming the same thing. Big open world, very beautiful, working with your friends, tactical, stealth, but then it can turn into a skirmish and ve- yep. vehicular stuff as yep. well. Yeah. You like it? All looks good. I liked all those. If, of all the... Uh, was it first person or third No, person? that was third person actually. It no. was. I'm sure you could probably go first person if you wanted to. Don't think you can, but I think you can. With old Ghost Recons, you could when you're kind of, you know, sniping and when you're using certain uh, weapons. Oh, that's right. It, it might kind of shifts, close. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of all those types of games that are being released, which are there are many, it seems like there's two genres. There's the zombie apocalypse and there's this type of run around, shoot people game. Yep. Um, and, and, and then the old uh, sort of uh, either Viking or yeah. prehistoric era. Norse is, looking. Yeah. Axe. No modern weapons, all old yep. stuff. Like yeah, yep. They're the um, three genres of games that exist. But uh, yeah, Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. That's one I'd be most excited about as far as those types of games go. Because mm. you know I like sniping. You know when I play Skyrim, I use a bow. Sniping I'm, I'm bow. that guy. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, yeah, I was crazy excited about this last year. Very excited to see more of it. But a year's a long time, so things have changed. Um, and I looked at it and I thought this is great. I'm probably going to spend a lot of time playing it. I hope I have some friends I can play it with. At the same time, I do feel like I've played this game before. Um, I feel like I agree. With a lot of the modern games that I'm into, I've played it before. So it really depends. Can you do something? You know, Is it going to be interesting enough? And is there a good... Do I have a good user base I can play with? Yeah. 
South Park, the fractured butthole. Um, just like, looks great. So nice. Matt and Trey came on. They're really relaxed and gave a personable explanation. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Um, I, I, I was not knowing anything about the, the last one they did. Uh, this is my first glimpse at um, a South Park game. Looks hilarious. Looks just like one of the episodes. Um, the camera just went off. Oh, did it? Yeah. You oh. keep chatting, buddy. I thought it was our fridge. You keep um, so, yeah, not having seen uh, one of these South Park games, I was. it looks great. L- looks like it plays. It's going to be just like... Um, you know, one of the, the, the episodes of the, the show itself. Very funny. A little and like funny in terms of how the gameplay unfolds and the story unfolds through the through your play. So yeah, I'm keen to see see what this is like. I I will definitely definitely have a go of this, I think. I wonder whether it'll get old, whether you know, I'll get whether I'd get okay, yeah, cool, I get it now. Everything gets old. Yeah, I know, but you wouldn't want it to happen within the one sitting. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm interested to know if the story mode makes me want to continue playing because I feel like the content will um, potentially get old, maybe. Yeah, I mean, the first one, um, uh, Stick of Truth, is a fantastic game and it was great because like I said to you, it's like, it's, it looks so perfect and it's like playing a, seri- a whole series of the TV show. Um, yeah, I didn't get through it. So yeah, I did get bored of it at some point. I'm not really into turn-based battles and these are turn-based battle games. This one a little bit less so. Um but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just really excited about this one because with the, you know, the these new engines as well, it looks even more perfect. It looks just exquisite, and the humor was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I hope that I don't know. I think I don't know. I think the last one was pretty long, which people probably liked. I would like it to be a little bit shorter. I know I can just get through it. Um, but I'm excited. Um, that's coming out December the sixth. Mm-hmm. Exciting times. The Division has some DLC stuff. Uh, then I showed off Eagle Flight, which was some VR and Oculus Rift, which we've seen before, but this was new bits. Everyone's flying around. They said it's also going to be on other platforms, not just Oculus Rift. Um, then we saw the Star Trek Bridge Crew VR, where they got a bunch of, well, they blackmailed a bunch of ex-Star Trek uh, actors to come and sit in a room. And they didn't reveal what it was originally, but essentially yeah, it's VR where you play part of the Star Trek bridge crew and you're on you i think you're just locked into your seat from the looks of things and you each have your own job that you're doing mm. to engage in battles potentially explore i don't know definitely battles looks as boring as fuck it does to be honest <laughs> but this is the thing i was saying to you i love the idea of this approach to vr mm-hmm. a sensible you know narratively convincing way that you should be staying rigid and then you just look around your environment and interact with stuff and working with a team then to do something. I actually really like the idea. Yeah. I'm not a Star Trek fan. All so right, Dad. <laughs> I just want to stay. I just want to sit down. I'm very tired. I get vertigo. Uh, yeah. Um, but I like the idea working with people in that environment. I don't like Star Trek. And this just looked awful. Like the graphics looked like X-Bon, X- Xbox original graphics they it looked the graphics looked at bad. least 11 years old they looked they horrible. did look really awful yeah oh. i am with you on that al um in terms of look i don't know i mean unless there's some varied gameplay in this like unless you're doing something other than putting up the shield and mm-hmm. firing your phases uh, i mean poof, 
They were very excited though about it. The actors were crazy excited. Yeah, yeah, the actors. They, oh. they do this thing where they act. No, no. Star Trek actors. <laughs> well, I mean, they were all also about like 50. Yeah. And they were like, oh, technology. Wow, this is amazing. I'm in my dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's... They're having flashbacks. Look, if you like Star Trek, if you're a huge... Huge fan of Star Trek. Trekkie, I'm sure you would absolutely get some enjoyment out of this. You would definitely enjoy this. In no way is this a VR seller. No. In no, in way. no way. <laughs> Not even if you're a Star Trek fan, are you going to buy this just for that? You buy no. VR just for this. But if you have a VR unit and you're a Star Trek fan, absolutely, I think this will be fun. Yep. For you. Agreed. Um, for Honor was then shown off properly some of the single player uh, and a different clan with Japanese warriors coming in. Uh, they also announced it's going to be. Uh, hitting stores February 14th, Valentine's Day. The dude, the developer, I've forgotten his name, comes out with his walking stick as well and talks in kind of like he's, like he's, yeah, hosting like he Dungeons is, and Dragons. Yeah, or something yeah. is brilliant. I love it. Like he is a Viking. Yeah. Um, this, uh, I don't know, this looked kind of old to me. It didn't, it looked, yeah. I don't know. It didn't look overly exciting at it's all. It's a bit hack and slashy. I like the style. I mean, I liked it in terms of like the, visually what they were creating yeah like it looked cool yeah what do you what do you call that the art design the art direction <laughs> well, I, think, the, I think the art design and the graphics and all of it is very sophisticated yeah but i agree the gameplay of it just looks stilted to me yes i agree yeah but i know a lot of people played it and really enjoyed it so but i just i don't like hack and slash very much no i'm not a big fan at all um, but I was kind of doing all right with it until we got later in the day and mm. something else kind of similar <laughs> was shown to us, which we'll get to in a minute, yeah. which really just blew it out of the water. As far My as favorite hack and slash type game, and this is going to be a surprise to you, was Ninja Gaiden. Mm. Um, it's a great one. Ninja Gaiden series. Very I, hard. I played the original Ninja Gaiden on my Amiga on the Commodore 64. Oh, that was a long, that was a long time Ooh, ago. Yeah, yeah. We're How talking, old are you? Oh, we're talking 20 years ago now. Oh. Probably over 20 years ago. You're over 20? I am. Interesting. Um, but anyway, back to uh, this for game. honor. Yep. Yeah. Not for me. No. But I get why people like it. Looks cool, but don't know. Uh, Bud, which is the sequel to Grow Up, uh, that's coming out in August on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Doesn't make a big impression on me. Then the most bizarre announcement. I'm sorry, but of the whole couple of days, which is Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is the brilliant game Trials, which is this fun motorcycle sort of slightly physics-based puzzle game. And they've combined it with the Blood Dragon DLC from Far Cry 3. It's so confusing what is going on. I, I literally have no idea how this happened. Um, but it's Trials, so it's going to be great because Trials is great fun, if you like that kind of thing. Uh, but they're, and they're always cheap enough that I think it works. Right. The great news, out right now. So you can just go straight online and get Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, then they showed some Assassin's Creed movie because there's no Assassin's Creed game this year and people got all grumpy about it online. I noticed on my Twitter feed, I was quite happy to watch something different and see right. a bit more insight into that movie because I think the movie looks cool. Movie comes out December the 21st. Mm-hmm. Then big section, of course, on their massive game, which is Watch Dogs 2. Uh, it's going to have a 30-day window on the PS4 for exclusive DLC. And there is a movie still happening and the game comes out November the 15th. Um, I played First Watch Dogs. Like, I, I feel the same way about this as most people in terms of First Watch Dogs. A lot of hype. Turned out like the first Assassin's Creed. A bit dour. Didn't quite do it for me, even though I thought it should be. I kept thinking I should be enjoying this and I'm not. This one looks great. It looks a lot more fun. It looks kind of more like infamous. Um, a lot more color, a lot more character. San Francisco looks gorgeous in it. Mm-hmm. 
I like, yeah, the way you can interact with, with more things now with the technology. And I like that the lead character is very weird. He just looks like, I used to have a friend who looked like him in school. Um, yeah. He's kind of dorky, but not cartoonishly dorky. He's obviously, yeah, you know, uh, uh, not a Caucasian, just stoic, chisel-faced, you know, mm-hmm. regular, mm-hmm. you know, bald hero that we have all the time. Yeah. But the story with the hackers is too teenagery for me. It was kind of grating on me, their vocabulary I, I, and stuff. I, I agree. I mean, it just doesn't... It, it, yeah, like Grand Theft Auto, but with like computers and shit. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like that's what, And that's what it looks like. But well. the story doesn't let have the finesse that I love from Rockstar, and particularly Grand Theft Auto V. Um I'm concerned. I'm, I think we're sounding like downers right now and stuff, but honestly, it's because we're saying this early. Uh, the pedigree is so good here. Like, all these games are great. Honestly. Definitely. Almost all these games are fantastic. Definitely. But it makes me more picky. It makes me more, well, I just want the exact one that I want to... Because they're big games, and I just want to mm. spend all the time sucking up a couple of these. Mm. So they need to be the best of the best of everything that I want from a video game. This, could, this, look, this, this looks really cool as an open-world game. And, you know, uh, I think... I think it could be a lot of fun, but I, I do think it's like Grand Theft Auto with technology, yeah. you know. I don't, I don't think for you a know, second... Going on missions, doing stuff, working for like private organizations, yada, yada. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe it would be better than Grand Theft Auto V. And I no, have I Grand Theft Auto V. And I still have stuff I want to do in that with my mm. friends. So on that level, I don't see the mm. point in it sucking up time for me when I could be doing other stuff. But totally. I get why some people might prefer this. I, the story, I think, will resonate with some people for sure. It's just not resonating with me. Yeah. Um, and then Steep was the final thing which a lot of people tore apart and laughed at. This is the open world mountain range skiing, snowboarding, squirrel suiting, or what do you call it? I call it squirrel suiting. Let's call it squirrel suiting. Excellent. And uh, Wait, So people were giving this game hell. Just because it was the last one of the show and they're like, what? how is this the last game of the show? And they go on for a long time, to be fair with it. A long time. And they keep going like, look at the mountain. Look at the mountain. Mm. <laughs> and you can pull out and explore the mountain. I'm so ready for this. I'm so ready for something that's a breath of fresh air and it's different. I haven't yep. had a good skiing game or snowboarding game in a long time. Yep. Honestly, I don't think this is going to be incredible. Like most of those games... It's going to be life-changing. But I think it's, it's going to be look, a bit... It's going to look beautiful. Yeah, but I think it does and it doesn't. There are points where there's skiing and you look at the snow and it's just kind of like this weird stepped carve in the snow <laughs> that was know? the one thing that i was looking at that i did was like mm. yeah and they do that a lot with these skiing mm. games um I've, I've just i've bought so many of whenever one of these games comes out i buy it like uh sean white snowboarding i think it was the last one just a few couple of years ago or something and, and it's always disappointing it is it's, it never sucks you in as much as you want it to but i've just there hasn't been anything like this in so long i'm really ready for it and the squirrel flying bodysuit glad that's catching that thing that looks cool yeah I, mean, I could never do that in real life and that looks like it's kind of close again if we can have if a if i bunch put of a friends, fan in front of me with well yeah we can arrange without, that without it oscillating so um, we'll add that to our list of if you just don't want to be bothered if you don't if you can't afford a fan <laughs> no if you can't afford to body fly suit squirrel suit play this game with a fan and you don't wish to die you could just play this game with a mountain La- maybe laying on like an ironing board or something. Yeah, with an open refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're good to go. Easy. Um, Forget VR. You again, know, we a- should be... acid might help us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, I was. I mean, I admit it's a weird way to finish their conference. I was really happy with it though, because I'm just ready for something. Me like too. This. I've been ready for this since Amped too. I've been ready for this since 1080 snowboarding, 1080 mm-hmm. degrees. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what are you feeling from the Ubisoft? What's your favorite? What's your pick? Hmm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with probably just having a look at the list here. I'm gonna go with um, Ghost Recon Wildlands, followed closely by South Park. I'm gonna go with yeah Wildlands, Um, probably followed by Steep. Not in terms of a thing. I think South Park would be a much better game. Oh, Steep's yeah, actually Steep's but Steep's like the one I'll. I'll definitely get anyway. Yeah, I just, I just know. And I know what it's going to be like. Yeah, I think people, you know, have their sports games or their driving games, but that's how they decompress from other mm. games. This is my version of that. Where yeah, it could too. be trash, but I'll decompress just floating down a mountain. And yep, yep. And for me right now, like that's Rocket League. Yeah. In a nutshell, is I like I get home from work. Oh, really? Is that what you're playing? Yeah, I, and I can't nice. be bothered investing in something else, and so I'll just nice. Fucking drive around in circles, hitting a ball around with a bunch of idiots. It's you know, it's fun. It's, You're playing with Justin and Alex. Yeah, I am. Yeah, oh, and I don't have to think about it. You know. Um. Finally, this has been a long podcast. Has it been a long, a long one? It doesn't so. feel like a long one. It's been a yeah, like an hour and a half or something. No, an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, Holy I've crap. got a new climber and time run. I think. Wowzy doozies. Sony, final press conference. All right, Sony. Here we go. Of the day. Ironically, the first that. We well, well that you watched, yeah, because you t- you turned up. Well, I gave you some highlights, and then you turned up on what Sony, and then we went back. And then watched. we watched the rest of them. Yep. Oh man, this conference! So everyone throughout the day was like, Microsoft done such a good job. What is Sony going to do? How are they going to combat that? They yeah. have that unfair advantage. They come at the end of the day. They it's get hilarious. Prep. How are they going to handle their announcement of the PS Neo? It's yeah. not as powerful as the Xbox Scorpio. So what mm-hmm. are they going to? How are you going to? You know, twist that in your marketing. I can tell you how. Male choir. Male baritone <laughs> choir. I forgot about that. And for a with uh, Himalayan throat singing. We thought it was new Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, for a second. I did. I thought it was. I was like, wait a second, this isn't their title. So yeah, they um, started. They had a full orchestra, a full choir. Yep. Everyone there was young and attractive, which was quite an achievement. Yep. Because um, it was a big, big fucking orchestra. Really classy way to do stuff. Oh yeah, no. I mean, no giraffe with a monocle. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Within about a minute, because I knew it's been a long time since we've seen the God of War. I know the well, you know, the teasers of it might be coming. I was immediately like, this has to be God of War because it just feels so epic. Yeah, epic and old and um, and sure enough, they don't talk. They go from that for a long period of music, mm-hmm. move into a God of War. Um, Pl- uh, not playable trailer, but like a, um, uh, actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's the word I'm looking for. Gameplay. Uh, but you don't realize it's God of War for a bit. You see this little kid, so Kratos, uh, we presume he's still called Kratos, is talking to him, uh, but he's covered, he's in the shadows, and then he comes out. And he has Everyone went crazy. He's got a big beard. Yeah. And it's kind of, and you th- and you think, is it Norse? I'm not really sure what's going on with this mm. right now. Because they're in the snow. They go hunting. I mean, just go online and watch it. But the reveal for this was so fucking cool. It went on for ages, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was riveting. It really was for me, anyway. Um, not quite as not quite what you expect from God of War as well. Like Kratos isn't quite as gruff and just angry in one tone. He had some dimension to him, and he had like some some um, uh, paternal yep. struggles. Yeah, um, it was very dramatic. Whether or not it is his son or not, as you and I both agreed, 
he mentions, didn't your mother teach you this? Yeah, We're he refers convinced. to the mother, but you don't. He doesn't necessarily say son, son did it, yeah. or my. I'm your father. Yeah, I'm not convinced. I think that'll be another twist that do later, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe Uncle Kratos might be the way. Uh, but it's a fucking dragon at the end. Yeah, the f- and all of a sudden it gets Skyrim on you. Yeah, doesn't it? Really, Skyrim. You, you see the throat of the world. Yeah, and I'm uh, left. And then all of a sudden a, a dragon comes flying I'm out thinking, of nowhere. What is this? Um, but when, and when he does his Spartan rage, oh, and, oh and in the middle of there, he does have a fight he with a big some fight. lava god thing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not as big as you expect in a God of War trailer because they normally have things the size of like twenty skyscrapers stacked together, and he's climbing up them and pulling their eyeballs out and just crazy <laughs> stuff that he does. Which is the whole point of God of War is this epic, crazy god like Greek, ancient Greek battles. Yep. And when he triggered his Spartan rage, it's still called Spartan rage. You're like, well, he's definitely not a Spartan. <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's just carrying over, which is awkward. Or if there's a different reason for it, or maybe it is going to be a trick and it will get to Spartan era after this or something. Who knows? But really bold, cool way to start their conference. And it looks open world. It, um, yeah, potent- well, semi-open world, I think. Like, like You reckon? Yeah, I think it'll be like Tomb Raider where it's kind of, you know, you have a it Looks like it's open world, but there's a path. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be, you know, you, can, you have little bits you can wander around in, but you're constantly funneled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is very much God of War style. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm. But it looked fucking... I'm not that interested in God of War game anymore and this looked great to me. Um, and this is what I was talking about when we are talking about For Honor. This is hack and slashing I can get on board with because there's physicality to it. There's, I agree, yeah. There's some emotion to it. Um, and it's like the camera moves and what they do with it very looks cool, very cool and it's cinematic and fun. You know? Yeah. And it was it was such a cool thing to keep forgetting. Yeah, the orchestra is playing the music for all of this. Like, yeah, yeah, that was funny, wasn't it? Really nice touch. Yeah. Uh, and then they, the dude came on. I'm uh, sorry, I forgot his name. Um, and they talked for a minute. The least engaging of all the speakers. Yeah, I but think. it was so small. It was just like, yeah, thank God. Yeah, it was God of War. And yeah. Nicole will be back and blah blah blah. We're going to show you some stuff that we're doing. We're gonna, yeah, we think you're all going to be crazy excited. And I, was, and I said to Adrian, yeah, he's going to be crazy excited. And then they just show game after game after game after game. We with didn't no see one coming for like on. Ten minutes, did we? No one comes on and talks. No one yeah. introduces and interviews people. No one explains anything. It's just, hey, just check this out. Check this out. Check this out. And a bunch of these, we didn't know. Like they were expert yeah. at doing reveals for stuff you did know, but you didn't know what was it. Like we didn't know it was God of War until Sunny Reynolds was God of War. The next one is a game called Days Gone, which they would return to at the end of the conference. Had no clue what that was. No. And, and now the zombie open world sort of game. But looks look, cool. Looks fucking great. Look great. I loved Looked it. Looks beautiful. Yeah. It looks a lot like a sort of Last of Us sort of game. Then they did a new one for The Last Guardian and they approached that in a way we weren't sure it was Last Guardian for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, fuck, it's your Last Guardian. And I turned to Adrian and I said, they better put the fucking release date at the end of this trailer or people will go crazy. October 25th came up. Everyone went insane. Didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Everyone just yeah. in pause. Then it went to Horizon Zero Dawn. They showed some actual gameplay from it that we've never seen before. Completely different style of gameplay. Looked awesome. Katie came running in to check that out because that's the game she's most excited for. Um, this is your first time seeing that game. How did it? Yeah, Horizon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it uh, looks cool. I really like the concept there. Um, uh, I, I'm interested to see what how that how it plays mm. um and it didn't look quite finished to me yeah as, you know well we we're having a difficult stream as well so it was getting a bit bitty okay which I think right. wasn't helping the right, fidelity right. for us but, um but yeah there was a problem with when she was tethering it the ropes weren't attaching properly really yeah it was interesting little, little touches i mean it, it, i think 
I, I like I was saying to you, I always struggle when I'm uh, when I'm like shoehorned into a character. Mm-hmm. You know, you're this person, and this is your quest, and off right, you go. Right, right. I always I always struggle with that, especially if they put it in like an open world setting. Okay. Um, we always like you can do whatever you want, but you're this character, and you have to do this. And okay. It's like, oh, okay. Do you find that easier in a first-person game because you don't have to look at yourself the whole time? Or? I do, yeah. I do find that easier. Okay. Yeah, I do. Definitely. Interesting. Um, uh, look, I, 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 it, I'm not, I didn't wet my pants about this one. No? Looked cool. And I'm interested to see what it's like, but it kind of looked like a weird Tomb Raider. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of got a Tomb Raider feel, a Far Cry feel. And then, yeah, just this new sci-fi feel to it, which is cool, which mm. is great. I'm really keen to look at the beasts, the animals. Yeah, like the, the designs are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really liked all that, that, those elements of it, you know, the design and how it looked. It was very cool. Uh, then we had Detroit uh, Being Human, which is a new game from Quantic Dream, who did Heavy Rain, they did Beyond, they did Fahrenheit, or uh, Indigo, Indigo, what's it called? Indigo Prophecy, I think. Um yeah, and this is following on in their template of basically adaptable storylines. Um, and they seem to have branched out even more. People loved it in Heavy Rain because if someone died, you just keep playing. And beyond, people were a bit more pissed off with it because it was way more restrictive of, well, here's just your story. Um, this one definitely looks like anything you do can go a billion different ways. This looks amazing. And, and it keeps branching out. I was... They really convinced me by the end. I'm a big fan of Heavy Rain and Beyond. Um despite both of those games having very different problems this one for me though it was just i think it was just my i wasn't resonating with the world very much like the lead character doesn't look interesting from to me from a visual way he looks quite cut and paste from other games and the scenario they picked i didn't really find that interesting but then the presentation of what you can do with it looks fantastic you know yeah so i'm just really hoping the story is going to be and the character will be enough that i will enjoy getting to play with all of those sort of moldy branching things we can do I, I agree and I, I think it's like moving again it's these guys do such a good job of blending um, cinema and game you know that, that yeah. interactive um, story mode kind of thing where you're yeah it felt dramatic and it felt engaging and it felt you know there was a reality to the choices you make hopefully yeah um, you know if, if what they're selling or what they're telling us is, is real then yeah I think it has the potential to be you know, really fantastic game and exciting to play. And yeah, I mean, and one that I'd think about potentially whilst I'm not playing the game. Yeah, you know, yeah. What's yeah. my next move going to be, and what, what, how? Well, yeah. What's great about that is you have to interact so quickly, and you've made your choice, and it's gone. Like my friend and I were playing Heavy Rain years ago, and you're trying to track down a serial killer, and you're playing about six different characters. Mm. He got sleepy one night, and accidentally, in three consecutive scenes, got four of his characters killed. Oh my god! Immediately, oh my and god. that meant these cool stories that I then saw and scenes that I saw, he never got to see. And he never got to really figure out who the killer mm-hmm. was either. And it was like, well, tough. This is your story, which I really like. Well, and if that happened, I'd walk away thinking about that. Yeah. Know, which is cool. No, exactly. So I respect them a lot. I just don't know if I'm liking the story they're painting. We're looking right now on YouTube at the old Kara tech demo that they did from 2012, so four years ago. And this is that the... It still looks amazing. This it? is the inception of this game. Like, this is when they first start come up with the idea for it before they even released the last game. Right. Um... But that's the thing, looking at this, this is a character I'm on board with. I really like Kara in this and the guy that we have in our game, I'm just not convinced with yet, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, then we had another fucking surprise, which was, they said, before the kitchen, so we knew, okay, it's got to be Capcom, um, VR, so they got into the VR section. 
and there was this demo, spooky house, spooky things going on. It was spooky as shit as well. It was really building it well. I was saying, I don't know if I could play this in VR, but I want to play it regularly. <laughs> and then they get outside and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? How is there another game? They already had to go to war that wasn't what expected. Days Gone, which no one's heard of as far as I know. And I was like, what is this? Another fucking IP they managed to keep under the rug and no one knows about it. Mm. And then they pull out and just before it does it, I'm like, this is going to be Resident Evil, isn't it? And it, and it was... And I couldn't believe it. I was just no fucking way. Like, there's no way this is Resident Evil 7. It's so bold, so different. It looked awesome. It looked scary as fuck. Like, it looked really cool. That franchise has just run out of steam. And it, and it's all first person. Mm. But it looks so simplified and pulled back. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, it was, it was a, 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 a gameplay trailer. Yeah. But... It was cinematically gameplay training. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how true that is to the I don't story. Know, but yeah, I but don't you had know. quite a lot of wobbly head motion, so I felt like it was genuinely recorded from someone playing it. No, I agree, but I feel like it was done performatively. Right. You know, they yeah. played it in a certain way. Oh yeah, obviously. I'm sure. I'm sure the high end. Stuff. I, I think it looked. I think it will look like how it's going to look when you play it. But I'm, I mean, in terms of what the interaction with the world is like, I'm interested to see how that transfers across. So I would be deflated if this had simply come out Resident Evil VR, because if it said that. I'd be, oh, okay, this looks cool. You get a house, it'll be a small experience, and it'll be spooky VR stuff. Mm-hmm. The fact that it says Resident Evil 7 mm-hmm. VR, that means this is this is a proper, this is the fucking game, well, this and, is the next he, thing. Anyone on say that it's all of the, all the content's going to be playable on the regular system as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Like without a VR kit, I mean. Yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 because they said, and the demo is up tonight, so you can go now, I think it's just PlayStation 4, Mm. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to check on the Xbox One later. Um, and get that demo, which I'm going to go and do straight away after this. Because I, I just, yeah. The fact that that's the seventh iteration, very mm-hmm. exciting. Then they got more into PSVR. They announced it's going to be $399. Comes out on October the 13th. And we'll have 50 games before 2017. Well, before the end of 2016. Uh, which is a lot mm. from October the 13th, you know, for a couple of months. That is 50 a bunch. Games. 50 games. That's, that's a lot. It's going to be a lot of tiny little just you know yeah experience yeah, things try vr uh, and that was the point when the guy came back on to talk again we'd gone through all those games just bam 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 game 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 and they all look brilliant mm-hmm. then we had farpoint vr um which i don't even remember that's one that definitely faded from memory um can you type that on him yeah have a quick look uh we have battlefront the x-wing vr mission which was star wars in vr that looked great it looked like fun specific, it looked like a lot of fun specific mission just for battlefront uh, presumably a DLC for VR, and and your vibe because you're sitting down, you're stationary, you're you're not. Yeah, exactly. Running, you're not running around. I'm on board with it because I know I'm stationary. Then we had a teaser for the Batman Arkham VR, which we don't know what it is. All they showed it was like close-ups of his suit. Yeah, with Mark Hamill doing his Joker chatting over the top. Um, yeah, I mean it's, but it did say at the end that it was Rocksteady, so it means this is the proper developer doing it. I'm sure it's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah, this was Farpoint. It was this... Yeah, in the desert. Oh, yeah. I mean, that looked all right. It did look interesting. It was a first-person shooter in an interesting kind of world. But it was a reveal too, wasn't it? Yeah, I've never heard of I'd this I've never game. heard of it. Um, could be cool. Um, then we had Final Fantasy fifteen VR, which made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't cartoonishly this bizarre before, seeing the lead character with the PSVR unit on his face, smiling and <laughs> thumbing up at the camera. Oh, man. <laughs> Embarrassing. 
That was the one embarrassing moment of this for me, to be honest. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't great. Uh, then Call of Duty Infinity Warfare VR, which somehow it was a long thing. Somehow I didn't pick up on that. You didn't know it was Call of Duty. <laughs> I felt so dumb, buddy. Yeah. I just think I'm just not tuned in to Infinity Warfare right now. Also, and the way the VR looks, mm. you know, like it's a different feel. Yeah. Because it was a, a playthrough trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just like, what is this? And there was some cool stuff. They were doing some cool stuff. For sure. But I was just, what is this like the loud, grappling hook thing obnoxious, and... glossy... Yeah, what is this? <laughs> it really did point to COD, didn't it? It did. Yeah. What else could it possibly be? Yeah, yeah but a grappling hook thing. Sorry. Good. I was gonna, yeah, I mean, the, shooting that grappling hook out and pulling the people in towards you mm-hmm. and turning on and turning off gravity and, yeah. you know, and the, the, the throwing the grenade that would turn into a rocket kind of thing. Yeah. There were a few cool things in there I liked. Like, For sure. It's just the packaging I don't like. Right. The contents are fine. Mm. But again, I compare them to, my, like we said, but Michael Bay films for me. I don't mind your content. I just don't like how you're packaging it. Yeah. Um, and I just, and it was weird without, it was kind of nice because it was validation for me if I always think I'm biased to not liking Call of Duty for whatever predisposed reason. But I was watching this, had honestly had no idea it was Call of Duty until the title came up for yeah. whatever reason. And I was so bored. Well, I like was, you said, it looked bored. Like it looked, it was, I mean, there's so many cool things about it, but also at the same time, I was a bit like. It's just too much. I was yeah. just like, there's nothing, none of this means anything because there's no yeah. grounding to anything. I just feel really bored. Yep. Um, so that was the down point for me, Final Fantasy and then that. Then they showed the Modern Warfare remaster, yeah, which is cool. Then he came out on the stage and there was a Crash Bandicoot like projection and Crash Bandicoot shadow as he walked out. Everyone went crazy bananas for this. Um, and he announced Crash 1, Crash 2 and Warped are all getting a remaster. Yep. Didn't show any of it, um, but showed a bit of Crash who's going to be in Skylanders in October. I don't know if he... Did he say when Crash 1, 2 and Warped were going to be I out? don't think so. I don't think he did. I think he might have mentioned next year. Um, so yeah, disappointing we didn't actually see any of it. Um, but <laughs> really, really just great fan service. Then the Lego Force Awakens uh, game comes out in a couple of weeks anyway. Demo is playable right now. Um, you know, it's a Lego game. It's Force Awakens. If you like those two things, you're going to like it. But mm-hmm. you know by now if you like the Lego games and what they're doing. Yeah. It's no different. They they feel like different skins to me. Yeah. So I was I was losing concentration a little bit by this point. Then they bring out Hideo Kojima, and they show <laughs> the man off himself. The fucking dude walks in. Everyone's excited. He's too excited because he kind of walks too fast for the lighting effect that they have on the yep. steps. And then they show uh, the first reveal of his newest game from Kojima Productions which ended up being called Death Stranding. Which, now I say it out loud, sounds really dumb, but the way it came up looked really cool. Looked cool, yeah. <laughs> the kind of font and the ink running off it. Yeah. Awesome music in this. I was Googling the lyrics to find out who sang it, and then the name came up later anyway, <laughs> because clearly the deal was you got to put our name in your trailer. Um, he got Norman Reedus in. So he had Norman Reedus, the actor from The Walking Dead, the dude with the crossbow, um, a fan favorite. They had him, him and Guillermo de Toro had him for Silent Hills. That all fell apart with Konami. Seems to have kept in contact and brought him on on his next project instead. No clue what it's about. But the mood and the atmosphere Mm. and the design, fucking cool. It looked cool. Plus he got his butt out. What? He was naked. Norman Reedus. Oh, right. I thought thought you meant... um... 
No, Hidio. Uh, Hidio. <laughs> <laughs> that would have like, been the I, best. That's the way I to end I really this. did tune out. That's the way to end the conference. <laughs> I missed that. And that looked great. It was really bold and different, yeah. that trailer. Um, and stood out from everything else we'd seen in terms of, I don't know what it is, but this is different. Then, as if that wasn't enough, they start showing uh, bits of a city and this voice comes over the top and it says Insomniac Games. Oh, uh, it's crazy. Like, this one was a big reveal. And I think, oh, it's going to be a new Infamous game already? That's quick. Yeah, but then he says, um, I get people don't like, you know, can't trust me because I'm from the Bronx. Yep. And you're like, hang on a sec. <laughs> Bronx? Wait. And then fucking Spider-Man just swings in and with a new suit, but it has what? a lenticular lenses of his eyes from Civil War. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, well, with the timing of this, it's going to be the same time as the new film. So is this maybe how he looks in a new film? Maybe. Yeah. And he's got a white spider. Yeah. Really um, weird design. Yeah. Which I'm not. On his suit. It's going to take me some time to get used to, but fuck, this game looked good. Very cool. It looks so cool. It looked very, very cool. Yeah. It was just, yeah. I mean, and they're the perfect developers for it. The in- infamous games are basically Spider-Man games anyway. Um, God, man. Like, it's been a long time. People love Spider-Man 2 the game from ages ago for swinging around city and i buy mm. every spider-man game that comes out and they're always disappointing always always this looks legitimately brilliant it, absolutely and, and because it's like a, it's had its own you know it's got its own um what do you call this when they talk about they're gonna make this game you know <laughs> it's not like just attached to the movie it's not yeah. like no no oh and by the oh, way yeah, we yeah. made a game yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah. like it's not it's, just a licensed property no sort of no it's, it's not like just a consequence of a film it's you know in its own right seems it's like they something. really care about it yeah and yeah this is a developer who they only make games when they really care about them mm-hmm. um so that that fills me with faith hope and hope and joy yep um, and then they finished off with a proper look again at Days Gone, which they just breezed by at the beginning. And I was surprised when they said, we're going to finish with a proper look at something we played earlier. I thought, oh, what's it going to be? Is it going to be more God of War? Is it going to be more Last Guardian? Nope, Days Gone. Which was the one that I had not heard of at all. Nope, I don't think anyone had, I don't think. Um, and yeah, it does look a bit like Sons of Anarchy meets The Last of Us um, meets a bit of... Uh, Walking Dead or something. Yeah, Walking Dead. Only with runny zombies spilling out like World yeah. War Z. Uh, no, World War Z. It's, yeah. it's like, yeah, Sons of Anarchy meets World War Z. Yep. Um, and I was really... I was really down with the first half of this in particular where he's wandering around exploring the environment. It was very Last of Us, but I was, I was yep, I want to play this. Then it gets to the craziness and I loved watching it. Watching it, I was thrilled and I was, mm. I was genuinely shouting at the tv <laughs> like what are you doing why are you shooting them run just fucking run um i'm sure it will get very stressful to play it but i'm i'm very much on board with this you were a bit more unsure um i i really liked the story they were setting up in the first trailer they showed um and then seeing the playthrough i got less interested okay uh that being said i'd probably give it a go okay okay um but yeah great i mean such a good conference uh now what was fascinating about it was they didn't talk much. Nope. It was short. And they never mentioned PS Neo. They never mentioned the future. They never mentioned any new hardware Mm-mm. other than VR. And your your theory was that maybe that they, they'd cut some stuff because of I the Xboxes. I 100% think they cut stuff, yeah. You see Xbox stuff, they come out with, we got this many teraflops. They know they're floppier than their flops. So yeah, more terrifying. <laughs> so... There's no way Sony can come out and go, hey guys, guess what? You yeah, know that thing you flops. heard earlier in the day? Yeah. We've got a less impressive version of that. Right. But it's going to come out a little bit earlier. 
There's yeah. no way they can do that. Absolutely no way. They have to rethink either, well, we've either got to fucking figure out a way to be a peer with this or we've just got to market it in a different way. Mm-hmm. So they did have one little jibe about it where he came out and said, there's been a lot of talk today about graphics and about, you know, all of this technology mm-hmm. and not, he didn't go as far as teraflops, but it's only, you know, the processors and stuff. So really though, it's about gameplay. We're focused on gameplay. Yeah, we're not, focused uh, on our players and gameplay. I'm sure if Xbox coming together hadn't come out with their X Scorpio announcement, then PlayStation would have been. Let's look to the future. Let's look at the new engines. Let's look at the cool things we can do to make yeah, your experiences as a player better. Look what we've got. Yeah, mm. and they didn't. They they completely chucked that. I'm sure it was ready. I'm sure they were aware they might have to get rid of it. So I'm sure they were prepped for both. Right. Um, just interesting. But they definitely focused on VR a lot instead. Um, and we have one question about VR quickly. Right. Do you want? I'll read it. Oh, excellent. <clears throat> uh, this is from Craig J. Coburn. Coburn, I Co- think. I mean, I've met him, so I should know it. He's a friend of our podcast. Coburn. Coburn. <laughs> Coban. Just call him Craig J. Craig J. I have one. I'm assuming he's referring to the question. Questions, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I have one. Is VR a gimmick that's trying to pass itself over as a significant thing in the gaming world? I'm not sold on it at all. <laughs> can you read sentences or is this a problem for you? <laughs> I can go again. <clears throat> I have one. I'm assuming a question. Yep. Is VR a gimmick that's trying to pass itself over as a significant thing in the gaming world? You put thing in inverted commas, by the way. I'm not sold on it at all. I feel that's the way he wrote it as well. You got good motion in there. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Um, Adrian, what are your feelings on VR? Well, I mean, we don't have time to really get well, into it Well, I was but... chatting about it earlier the other week. And uh, my thought is, um, you know, when they did the thing where it was like physical... What's that thing when they have the camera that can read your motion? Mm-hmm. There's a term for it. I don't know the term, but I know you, you know, can. like yeah, like Xbox, um, you know, like Wii, and when the Xbox did the thing. Oh my god, it's getting connect. Like, <laughs> Xbox Connect, right? Um, you know, that was cool, mm-hmm. and when everybody bought one for a bit mm-hmm. and played some games with it, but you know, I don't see any releases here today that are still being all like no i should check sh- out the xbox connect version of this or? we should have pointed that out i believe they confirmed in an interview afterwards the scorpio will have connect um functionality but the xbox slim does not have a connect port on it okay so they're back treading on it well yeah i mean either way it's not like a front runner it's not a big no, thing that's and, what it's, I'm and it's they're not and it. it's not important to yeah. gaming yeah and i kind of feel like potentially that's the way vr is going to go I think there's going to be some amazing games that are going to be released and that will be a really awesome experience and, and, and games that really utilize the technology. But for the most part, I don't think it's going to be something that revolutionizes gaming. I don't think it's going to be in every game that you see released over the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not 20 years, but let's say at least in the next five years. I think maybe in like 10 years time, when we do get those floating bodysuits that you can do all sorts of weird shit in. Waterproof. Waterproof bodysuits that I've been talking about. Um, then I think, yeah, absolutely. At that point, it's going to be amazing when we can float in our living rooms and like have a complete um, world experience, virtual world experience, totally. Mm-hmm. But up until we have that technology, I, I don't think it's going to be... I think it's going to be always there in a the periphery and something that will be utilized by some developers and publishers to create experiences that are unique to it. And I think it'll probably have a lot of you know uses in 
other worlds in other businesses like medicine and all those sorts of things um like you've previously said but i i don't think it's going to be you know i don't think it's just a gimmick by no means i think it'll be the first step it's the first steps towards something in the future but i don't think at this point anyway it's going to be like everybody you need to get a vr set otherwise you're not going to have a great amazing gaming experience yeah that's my thoughts yeah no i mean i i basically agree i i think connect is a great example i think it will do definitely better than connect i mean connect was something sold very well to begin with and died off incredibly quickly it wasn't supported well and no one gave a shit once they realized you know once they bought it and realized oh this isn't really how i want to interact with mm-hmm. my video games um vr 100 percent. like it's here to stay for sure it's going to be integrated more but in our lives in gaming i do think it will it will stay there but as a small community um i think it will be put pressurized into a lot of areas to begin with for a while and it will die off and i think it will be a bit like 3d in cinema where it'll yeah. always be there yeah. bubbling along um and i think there'll be games that work well on it and it will kind of boil down eventually to that secular group of people who enjoy it or want that every now and then experience of it but i think it's too expensive for for right now for everyone to get involved with it um and it doesn't you know it makes people nauseous plus it's really fucking bad for your eyes and eventually i think they will come out and, and just be look there need to be health warnings on this because it, it obviously it destroys your eyesight um why does it destroy your eyesight you're looking at a screen there's one inch from your face you're looking at pixels are so close and they've, they've proved it for ages but it's just kind of like smoking you know well we always knew it killed you we just didn't want to talk about it for a while right it's kind of like that it's obviously there's so much so many studies already out about that stuff um and it gives you migraines and stuff you know it's not pleasurable um for a lot of people um and particularly over protracted amounts of time um and i appreciate there are people who do it for days and you won't feel any of these effects but they're still going to get you eventually. Um, but just as an entertainment advice, yeah, I don't think it's going to work how people hope it's going to. I think it'll be integrated, yep, in things like Universal Park. And instead of their 3D glasses you put on for the ride, you'll put on a VR unit. Um, and I went to an event actually the other night about VR in film. And it was teaching you how to integrate that, how they shoot with it, what it means. And at the moment, it's not that great. At the moment, it is a basically lots of photos that you kind of take with it and it places it and it wraps it around your face like a circle sorry like an orb that you're inside and i was like well that doesn't sound impressive at all whereas games are doing this cool thing where you have depth and you can like interact with it and stuff so i actually said to them because everyone was talking about well how do we tell our stories now because if people are in vr and you're locked in position they can look in any direction how do we do a film and i'm like oh but that's the cool thing it's a new way to tell a story you have to figure out a new way and i agree with them I'm just not interested in that. Mm. I think there'll be new people who are interested in telling a story in that way in film with VR. I'm not one of them. And a lot of creators, like directors in that room, weren't happy about it because like, well, I can't direct the action. And then they were talking about, well, we have to just be smart on how to tell people where to look through context. And I said, well, games have been doing this for decades and they've learned how to do this for decades, how to control and direct you as a player when you can do anything and look anywhere. And they're very smart with that. And I said to them, what does this have over game VR? What does film VR have over game VR? That means I should be using this to tell my story rather than games. And honestly, their answer wasn't convincing. It was just to do with fidelity of, well, yeah, but, you know, there's things from being in a film that I don't believe you. Like games look almost as good as film now. Mm. And with the depth you can get, it's better. There's a new type of film VR coming where it's more like Connect. It sends out dots to everything so it can get depth into things rather than just taking a photo, essentially. Mm-hmm um so i think even vr and film it's going to be a different medium 
and I think VR and games will be a different medium. And I agree with you 100%. I think the more interesting places it will be implemented are in everyday life, in medicine, in how they do it now, like to to estate agents use it now, you know, um, Skype, definitely, to be in a room with your friends on, you know, things like that. Mm. People who are bedridden at hospitals. That's the way I think it's way more interesting. And that's the way I think it will 100% be integrated and used. And I just think video games will have their own little secular thing. What um, about when they do get floating like physical body suits and stuff? Oh, by that point, I won't care because I'll be floating and in my waterproof suit. So I'll be happy. With a VR unit? No, I don't think I need a VR unit. I'll just <laughs> just be, staring at the yeah, ceiling. I'll just be happy. Just enjoying floating. Exactly. Yeah, all right. Um, so no, Craig, I don't think it's a gimmick. But yes, I absolutely think they're trying to pass it over as a significant thing. And I think they'll try and force it as a significant thing. And I think it'll work for a while. And then it'll find its place as the dust settles. Yep. But I don't think it's going away. Don't. No. I might like it too, because I'm not really interested either, to be honest. But mm. So there we go. We got to the end. Do we pick, pick we have favorite? Picked, let's pick one from Sony. And then we're going to pick our favorite conference and our favorite game from the whole show. Oh my God. Sony's list is so long. Um, I'm going to go with Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nice choice. I reckon Spider-Man and... I like how you're just presuming you get two each time. Yeah, I always have to have two. It's like, that's why I couldn't pick what to eat tonight for dinner because it was like, ooh. This is why you can't hold down a long-term relationship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go into that. Um, what's this? Days Gone. Which that's the zombie that? one. Oh, the that... new one that they ended them with, you know, with the oh, hordes yes, yes, of zombies. Yes, 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 yes. That's how new it is. <laughs> What was this? oh and being human? Yeah, they're my two picks: Spider Man and being human. Interesting picks. Yeah, Phil, I'm learning about you. Fuck, I don't know. Like looking at the Microsoft one, and I like that conference, but then looking at it to pick a favorite game, I was just, oh, I don't really care. This Sony one, I want God of War. I want Days Gone. I want The Last Guardian. I want Horizon. I want Detroit. I want Resident Evil Seven. I kind of want Far Point. All right, mate, you gave me flack for picking two. I so. definitely want the Hideo Kojima. I want Spider Man. I want all these games. What am I most excited about? Fuck. Well, Spider-Man. I don't... No, I'm very excited about Spider-Man, but... I'm most excited... Right now, this second. I'm going to regret saying this later, but right now, now this second, Resident Evil 7. I'm very excited Shit. for a first-person Resident Evil where they're being that brave and to see what they're going to do with it. I'm sure it's going to let me down. No, I'll play it regular. I'm sure it's going to let me down. But right now, I'm very excited for that. Okay. Okay, so what was the best conference of this show? Best conference by far Sony. 100% Sony. There's Abs- no doubt about nope. it. Nope. What was no the doubt. worst conference? For me, it was EA. For me, it was probably EA or, or Ubisoft. Okay. You didn't it was like... just a bit too slick and like we're pretending we're not nerds. We're not massive fucking nerds like they were. Okay. You didn't like the you didn't like the giraffe with the monocle. Yeah, but I've just been too cool. You don't like smart too English. Too cool and sexy. Smart English giraffes. I get it. No. Um, yeah, Sony, Sony by far the best. I think, smashed it. I think Microsoft were... were the most brave. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Microsoft was the most traditional and like uh, if I was wanting info they were the best. Yeah, I learned way more. Learned about the way games. more about what was happening with them, what they were planning on doing, and yep. the future of where their direction's going. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, in that, in terms of like content, 
probably the best. Yep. In terms of like uh, selling me something and like getting me excited about stuff, Sony. Yeah. Well, Sony just had the games. You know, I was like, oh, what just happened? That was cool. So wow. just like all these games. And I'm even confused which ones are coming to Xbox. That's but true. they're just, it's just all the fucking games. Where it's yeah. like, I, but I, I really, uh, you know, really admire Microsoft for being ballsy enough to come out mm-hmm. there. Here's our slim model. And at the end go, oh, and we're going to have a new console. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't heard there was going to be a new console, if there were no leaks, that would have blown me away at the end. Of like, mm. fuck, there's going to be a new console generation, sort of. Yeah. Sony, no, 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 no. They don't, we don't use that word anymore. No, sorry. Yeah, we're beyond generations. Um, Sony, though, yeah, it's just it's just the games, just game after game. Yep. That beginning blew me away. They killed it. That he just did. They yeah. just kept on bringing them. Um, so, what was your favorite it was a game? Showcase game. Of this the was whole... a showcase, and whereas Microsoft's was, was a, a conference. conference. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. I wouldn't not disagree. Great. What was your favorite game of the entire show then, so far? Oh. Look at all these games we're gonna Oh man, there's so many fucking games here. It's very exciting. Favorite game. I really hope one is just it, you know? Hmm? I really hope one is just it. Like you know that one that just like takes a year of your life. Oh, you wanna know that one for me? No, I'm just I'm hoping one of them is it. I'm just hoping one of these is the thing that I really want where I will keep just going back to it all the time. And it just resonates Mm. with me in that way. I hope. I don't not going to be recall i'm just we're looking at the lists guys it's a long list mm, sorry you can have a pregnant pause so um so long there's a lot uh i think it's definitely going to be on the sony page i mean i could play all of the bethesda games pretty easily like especially the one starting with fallout and skyrim and elder scrolls <laughs> that's all the bethesda games I'm fucking with you. Um, eighty percent. Time for. Hmm. <laughs> this is good podcast material, right? isn't it? Isn't it? The isn't problem it? is, it's weird because when I look at it, yeah. It's, see, see, none of these games. You know what? They all look cool, but none of them are, are, are my type of game. Really? None of them are your type of game? Well, none of them are an open world RPG. Oh, well, I think they are. They're just dressed up in different ways. Like, Wildlands is... You reckon? Yeah. I mean, it depends what you mean by... I mean, modern RPG is different, I guess, from if you mean... True I mean, tradition. sandbox RPG. Then you want Final Fantasy Fifteen? <laughs> no. That is an open world traditional RPG. No, it's not. It's a madhouse no, Japanese open world <laughs> RPG. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't quantify if it could be madhouse or not. Uh, I think, probably, I think probably the two would be State of Decay. There are so many open world games here. It's the RPG thing that's into you. Yeah, it's the RPG thing. I think State of Decay mm-hmm. is up there. I think Spider-Man's up there. I don't think I could play that forever though. Mm. Um, and I think probably... Ooh, probably being human. Okay, okay. Um, I'm... <sighs> I really, I don't know how to pick one. I'm actually right now I'm most excited for Skyrim, but but that's just because I know what I'm getting and I no. But let's want just it. let's just but assume those. New... We'll assume the games we've already played, like yeah, Fallout Four uh, yeah. and Skyrim. That was what my caveat was going to be. I mean, obviously I'm not most excited for that. I thought for a second in my head it was closer. It's actually far away. Um, so I was about to be really excited because I was just around the corner. No, just around the river bend. It's from Pokemon. 
Very good. I'm I'm genuinely really excited about Scorpio. That's a piece of hardware, so it's a cheap. So game. Um, Keyword being. Well, game. I kind of I have to say Resident Evil Seven because I just said it, but it's looking at this list. I'm really getting a good vibe from Days Gone. I'm really excited about Days Gone. Yep. And I just didn't say that when I said the Sony conference, but that's the one that's intriguing me the most right now and got me excited. But I feel like that's a long way away. I mean, Days Gone looks cool, but I. I just feel like it's a long way away. Sure. Well, they don't have a release date on it? No. It looked pretty finished. I want a game that I know is coming out this year. That's what I want to be excited about. Okay. I want to know. This this video game's coming out this year. I'm really excited about it. What about the pirate game? Yeah. What is it? No, that's 2017. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't get a release date written down. So, I don't know. Um... Yeah, we should just go now because it's going on too Well, long. you need to work out what you what you're gonna pick. Just pick two. Go. Um, I am going to pick. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, <laughs> it's been a, a longer podcast than planned. It has. Uh, but the lists of games are long. Look at them all. So many good games. Death Stranding. What a name. Yeah, yeah, that looks cool, but it's a long way off by the look of it. Oh, it's probably not even, that's probably it. They probably haven't made anything. Yeah, haven't <laughs> that's right. anything. We've just made a sweet, another seven years. Sweet CGI. Game. Thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry, it's been a weird uh, <laughs> podcast. You don't get your normal weekly news. You won't get it later either because on Friday we will be back with our post E3 mm. where we'll be chatting about with some cool guests we're going to be shipping around and we'll have played games by then. It looked more in depth. Yeah. We'll more to say. Um, don't know what you're saying. You won't be here. You're not invited to that, to that party. Oh, E3. Yeah, yeah. But then we will yeah. be back next Tuesday with our regular show, um, with all of our regular stuff. Um, and please go on iTunes, subscribe to us, type in Geeks, type in Tessellate with two S's, two L's. And then you can actually link out. We've got a bunch of uh, new podcasts going up. Starting next week, our Friday the 13th, weekly podcast will be going up where we go through every entry in that franchise, talking about it. After that's followed immediately by Nightmare on Elm Street series a whole bunch of retrospective horror podcasts that are going up i mean we've got some talks we're gonna have a tv uh, series one up soon as well i hope so just yeah go online find us on itunes subscribe to us uh go to we are tessellate that's our url we are tessellate two s's two l's there you can branch out to all our podcasts you can also branch out to all of our social medias that we are we are tessellate on um and you can watch our movies and stuff because we are a production company based out of la based out of Tokyo, based out of London. We make feature films, we make web series, we make music videos. We're making our first feature film right now. Yeah, yeah. It's called Starfish. You can watch me talking about how it is to make an independent feature film every other week. Although I missed last week, but we're doing uh, two in a row instead to make up for it. Oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, There were problems last week that were unavoidable. Um, I've been your host. I'm Al White. You can follow me on all social medias. Play games with me on the Xbox. Mr. Al White. Along for the journey. Uh, I'm Adrian Old. Still, uh, Adrian Old. Yes, excellent. I'm. Uh, I am. I changed it from an O to an R. Okay. Uh, Adrian Old. Uh, you can follow me on all the social media. Uh, maybe not all of it. Either just look up my name, uh, which is Adrian underscore A U L D. I think on some platforms, and then otherwise it might be Sixum Suave S I X U M underscore S U A V E, or it just might be straight up Sixum on the old Xbox. So uh, if you want to play games, we can do that too. I would say it's too complicated, but I created a business called We Are Tessellate, so what do I know? That's pretty confusing. Yeah. Um, Until next week. Well, no, sorry, until Friday. 
we're going to be out. Enjoy yourself. Hope you enjoy all the coverage on E3. Go check out IGN or GameSpot. They've got good coverage of it all, so you can they watch sure do. everything. Um, Adrian, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Al. It's been a pleasure. And we're out. Geeks! Geeks. Oh, in unison. Yeah, it's pretty quick, right? That was beautiful.